welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back. Sorry, you really? tight. <laughs> I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I can't believe Tony didn't sneeze like two seconds earlier. I'm John. I'm Sneezy. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have fiction and science fiction. <laughs> she has fiction. I'm sorry. I have science fiction. We're not starting over. Just push through. Drama and romance. I don't know what happened. I have adventure and action. That's what you, she was trying to do, but fucked it all up. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to say fantasy and science fiction, but it didn't work. It did not work. We take turns stick with us. selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is Elaine's pick. Romeo must die. That's right. So this is the first pick in celebration of John's birthday. It's what? It's the first perk. 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 It's the perk (laughs) of picking first in somebody else's birthday month that we're doing the wonderful opus that is Romeo must die. So what you're telling me is that wait a minute, see if I can get it to work. Is no, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Just move on, move on, don't All right. So we will each pick this month movies that are action adventure that we wish John would pick. And are they still underappreciated? Uh, this one is. They should be. They should be. <laughs> Hopefully. So this movie got on the IMDB's got a fifty two Metacritic score. No, we're past the point of no return. <laughs> and a six point a six point one out of ten audience score. And then on the Rotten Tomatoes, it got a sixty-one audience score and a thirty-three percent thermometer. Pretty bad. Wait, wait, it was thirty-three percent? Thirty-three percent. That's pretty low. That is yeah. pretty low. And especially because this movie made money. It only cost twenty-five million to make. Only. <laughs> and um, in the United States it made fifty-five million, so it doubled its money. And worldwide it made ninety-one. You know, I gotta say, there's a little bit of a, you know, you figure with worldwide uh, you know, publication, um, advertising, things like that, mm-hmm. probably would have bumped it up to somewhere around twenty five, you know, fifty million. I mean, this was so the f- it made money. It did, and this was the first um, American movie starring Jet Li. This is the first time that he was the star and a good guy instead of the bad guy, like he was in Lethal Weapon Four. Right. It's also a great movie. Yes. In Hong Kong, you would be dead. <laughs> but this Ro- how do you do that thing with that gun <laughs> I, I don't know Riggs so ask? Romeo Must Die <laughs> is starring okay. the wonderful Jet Li as Han it also stars Aaliyah as, in the character in the role of Trish O'Day and I loved her in also um, Queen of the Damned I hope that's not your birthday coming pick. up ooh it's coming um, up. That doesn't have <laughs> so, to be a birthday pick. That's an anytime <laughs> pick. That's when we get back on our vampire kick. Um, then also, um, the uh, Isaiah Words. Washington as the character of Mac. Yeah, fuck that who, guy. That guy is famous for getting fired from Grey's Anatomy for being a giant tool. He, um, no, he was a giant homophobe. Uh, and well, and said a lot of really mean things. Oh yeah, that is so him. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So fuck that guy. That's what I know him from. But he's in that This Is Us show too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, he's. I've never seen that show. I think he's making a very quiet comeback after being blacklisted for a very long time. Well, he would have to, you know. Um, in the role of Kai is Russell Wong, who was also in New uh, Jack City. No, 
Yeah, he was no? in that, but he was in um, what was that TV show? Rising. Uh, uh, oh crap, I can't remember the name. I, of it. I, okay, well let's look. Let's check real fast. I want to say Rising Sun, but that's not it. No, uh, he he played John Wah. <laughs> he was in the show Lucifer. No, he was in he an TV episode show. of oh NCIS New Orleans. No, it was like for the nineties. The Hong Kong Affair. No, it was the nineties. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, um, scrolling down, somebody. <laughs> She's like, how somebody about vamp. this from two thousand and three? No. <laughs> He was oh. in he an episode of Touched by the Angel. Not that's it. Touched own, by the Angel. Vanishing <laughs> fucking show. He was in a TV movie called I'm gonna Vanishing kick her in the Sun. <laughs> One, oh, two, three, man's, and four. Man's, man's, man's. Um, oh, he was in the Joy Luck Club. That's a good movie. That made me cry. I hate you. Um, <laughs> I'm in the '90s. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, no TV shows. Early '90s. Well, he was okay. He was in the Vanishing Sun movie one, two, three, and four, and then a TV series. Yes, that's it. <clears throat> so why didn't you say that the first time? Because you weren't done talking yet. Oh, All right, goodness he, gracious. All right, um, and then um, and then c- welcome back to the podcast, Delray Lindo. Yeah, as awesome. Isaac O'Day. We love him. We we do lo- love I him. really liked him in Gone in 60 Seconds, which yep. is Elaine's actual favorite movie. Yes. She yes. says it's Seven Brothers, Seven Brothers, but she hasn't seen that shit in about 10 years. <clears throat> okay. Well, you know. Welcome back yeah. to the podcast. You don't need to jug. I to don't jug. need to jug. <laughs> to jug. I do we'll want to make one um, honorable mention. The character of Vincent Roth, who in my notes is on- is uh, referred to as Fat Cat, because he's a the fat cat businessman. His okay. real name is Eduardo Ballerini, oh. which I just thought was funny that his last name was Ballerini. He was the dude they were making the deal with. Yes. Okay. I just the guy who plays golf. Yeah. I just thought it was really funny that his last name was Ballerini. That was unusual and interesting. You gotta use your whole body's one motion. That way, when you pull your shoulder back, your wrist breaks naturally. Okay. Oh, and also DMX oh, yes, no, in the character of Silk. So this was directed by, oh God! If you want it, you got it. Come and get it. And Andre, Andre, somebody. I, I knew this was going to be a problem. I told you. Bart, <laughs> Bart, Kowak. Let's yep. see. And Andre, Bart, I'm glad we got Carly to go. dude. He was Anyways. born in Poland, so. Obviously, I have trouble saying that because I have trouble saying lots of things. He also directed Doom oh. with the starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which mm. is a movie I don't hate. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. And then it was written by um, John Gerald and Eric Burnt did the screenplay. They also did the screenplay for um, some weird uh, The Man with Iron... Iron Fist 2. But the story guy, let me Man get to the him. Iron Fist was a great movie uh, directed and written by the RZA. Yeah, well this okay, but this <laughs> the guy that wrote the story, Michael Kepner, also wrote the story to Oz the Great and Pop, Powerful and the whole 9 yards and the whole 10 yards, so which I thought was interesting. An interesting mm. writer. Yes. Okay, so going into this movie, what did you think, Tony? I think that I saw this before, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it again. <laughs> All right. All right, so next would be, wow, you are not You, go ahead, John. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. You have to focus when you drive. I was pulling you, up my other reviews. Oh, wait a play. All right. So I thought, wow, this is a great movie. I like this movie. I can't wait to see it again. It has that guy from that movie. Delroy Lindo? <laughs> 
From the core. Gently. Jet Li's I imagine really you could name quite a few Jet Li movies. Yeah, I can. Whereas I could not. Jet Li, <laughs> Jet Li is in another movie with DMX called Exit Wounds. It's not bad. I saw... Um, no, you're thinking uh, yeah, Cradle of the Grave. Oh, Cradle... Yes. No. Exit Wounds is with Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal. Sorry. I saw the in the pictures on IMDb, there's a double feature with this movie and that one. Well, <laughs> Exit, it's not bad. Either way, it's not a bad movie. I could have gone with that one as well, I think. Yeah, I think I might do my birthday movie being the one with Steven Seagal. I'm not doing if you're going to do a Steven Seagal movie, then you need to do Under Siege. Because that's my favorite. Nope. Mark for Death? Nope. <clears throat> Screwface give you a thousand deaths. Out for Justice with Steven Seagal does a Brooklyn accent and then runs like a girl. <laughs> you know, interesting. Carly. He's like, I can't believe it. I'm like yeah. this over here. I had never seen this movie. Ooh, no big surprise there. Well, Although, it fell out of my chair when you it said It did that. come out when I was in high school. And you think... Did I mean, I was like an Aaliyah, Aaliyah fan. Everybody was an Aaliyah fan. Mm. <laughs> That's true. I can't think of anybody I knew that was like, oh, I don't like Aaliyah. Like, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. Everybody liked Aaliyah. <laughs> you know, I used to think she was like really hot, and then you watch it, and I'm like, someone give that girl a fucking sandwich or something. She's just what? skinny. She's really, really skinny. She's, she's beautiful. She oh, is yes. beautiful, but she's so petite. She's just, no. Beautiful. Hamburgers and Cheeto fries, and then make you talk. We don't thin shame on this podcast. I'm not thin shaming her. I'm just saying, like. Uh, we don't thin shame on this podcast. We also don't fat shame, but that's not the point. Just but saying. anyway, I never saw it, and I was like, "All right, I don't She's know why I never woman. saw it." Got gone too I can't soon. Can't really mm. think of really hot reason. Queen of the Damned. Mm. Yeah. I can't think of she any reason why I would have seen it, or any reason why I would not have seen it. But just she's even thinner in Queen of the Damned. <clears throat> no, she. <is. clears throat> yeah, she is. <clears throat> I have two reviews here. Awesome. One is from our old friend Roger Ebert. Ooh. Hey, Raj. I'm just gonna read his closing paragraph. I'm pretty sure this is review. not the good one. Many windows are broken in this movie. That's Many true. people fall from great heights. That's true. There are a lot of rap songs on the soundtrack, uh-huh. which distract from the action because their lyrics occupy the foreground and replace the dialogue. Huh. Killers on motorcycles once again forget it's dangerous to chase cars at high speed because if they get thrown off their bikes, bikes it will hurt. Oh, he's not wrong there. The reliable, <laughs> the reliable motorcycle opaque helmet rule is observed. When you can't see the face of a character because the visor is down, chances are, gasp, it's a woman. <laughs> This is true. No great romantic chemistry is generated between the young lovers, and there is something odd about the martial arts warrior hiding behind a girl's bedroom door so her daddy won't catch him. (laughs) I kind of like that scene. That was kind of, it was cute. Lindo projects competence, calm, and strength in every scene. This movie needs a screenplay. (laughs) He gave it one and a half stars. Out of five or out of four? Out of four. Out of four. They always did. He rates out of four. Two thumbs up or out of four stars. In comparison... Martinez Carlson. Oh, this is my review. I wrote this under the alias. Oh, yeah. Uh, gave it a 10 out of 10. Mm. <clears throat> wow. And, and they write, this is how an action movie should be. I had no expectations whatsoever when I first sat down to watch it. After I was finished, I was satisfied. Extremely satisfied. I'd watch it again and again. It's cool to see how Jet Li and his martial arts add up to the ghetto style of DMX and Anthony Anderson. I also found the story cool. A little twist on the original Romeo and Juliet story. And not bad, like the Romeo and Juliet remake from 2000. (laughs) Harsh criticism right there. I did see that movie. Every girl saw that movie. Also, Aaliyah plays... Was that Leonardo DiCaprio? No, that was 2006. No, No, that wasn't 2000. It came out in 96. 
I don't know. Well, I um, saw the Leonardo Because I saw that when I was in high school. I wasn't in high school in 2000. I did have the soundtrack for that movie. That was good. Although, I think the soundtrack for this then movie Then he says some nice good. things about Aaliyah. He enjoyed this movie. Okay, good. <laughs> but yeah, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie came out in 1996. Now I'm on IMDb. And it wasn't bad. Like, I kind of liked that it. it was like hotter and kind of modern. I was like, oh, I kind of did I, that. I'm really telling you, disliked that movie. My mom do. still has a soundtrack for that movie, and I will occasionally borrow it. I don't it's remember if the soundtrack, soundtrack was that good. Uh, I know Paul Rudd was in it. Was he? Yeah, he played uh, Paris. Huh. It's been a long time. Yes. I probably saw, haven't well, seen that movie since it was new. Well, maybe for my birthday pick, <laughs> no, I'll pick you that. Won't. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to tease us with that whole episode. I really. Favorite, spoiler favorite character? Benvolio. Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> Looking on IMDb, I do not see a Romeo and Juliet that came out in 2000. So I think they he must have meant. Yes. Yeah. Some adaptation. That I don't know about. Or they're just wrong. They just were probably wrong about the year it came out. Perhaps. Yeah. It was the late 90s. It counts. Now, I will say, speaking of the Ebert Ebert review, when he Mm -hmm. said there's no chemistry between them, they don't really pass them off as lovers throughout the whole movie. They did an alternate ending. The way Romeo and Juliet did. In an alternate ending, they kissed and everything, and they test screened it, and a bunch of racist motherfuckers weren't okay with the interracial um, romance. I feel like there like, had really? to have been Why? more romance yeah, cares? scenes filmed, but mm-hmm. it, it maybe was cut because... Because some, some assholes watched it and were like, no, we're not okay with that. They're different races. And like, you guys are dickheads. Well, and at the end, too, when she takes his hand and, hands and asks if he's yeah. okay and then hugs him, like, that's... Like, they're flirty, but it's not a romantic yeah, movie. It's, it's not, very strange. It's not a romance movie. It's not romance. I would Juliet. not say it. Romance Juliet started the bone like the second day they met. <laughs> and it's funny because everyone... Spoiler alert! Dies in this movie except for Romeo and Trish yeah. and Han. So like that's the opposite. Of, like yeah. I've never got Romeo and Juliet vibes from this. But no, the only reason why it's got the Romeo and Juliet thing is because you have two rival families who are fighting it's for whatever wars. reason, yeah. and then there's one from the other, and they get linked up. Yeah. And it's like, eh, but okay. you don't even get the impression that they're gonna be a couple. I got no. the impression they're gonna be friends. Well, I'm now, pretty sure. And maybe it did Jet Li seem much older than her? Hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure I we're gonna go over this later in like a, in like an hour. We're gonna, we're gonna get to this part. And we'll talk about it then. So, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> She's like, fine. I will talk about the end of the movie until the end of the movie. I think Jet Li probably is much older than her. But I got a friend vibe because she would be. Like our age, mm-hmm. and Jet Li is like sixty something. <laughs> I don't like, know how old he is. Just start the movie, just, okay? Don't okay. be an asshole. Well, we well, open. We don't old shame on this with podcast. A fantastic song. The, <laughs> the movie opens right away. Like there's yeah, then I'm fucking around. On we this. go right to like, the credits. Oh, they got me. <laughs> we got some DMX playing. I love DMX. Uh, I do too. He's a crackhead. And we're following a car as it drives through town. And we see inside there's some Asian gentlemen who are loading up some heavy artillery. Yep. They're and about to spend a fortune. And that's and we got the credits across the screen. Then we go to a club. And it's in Chinese and then English, which I would yes. appreciate. I, I appreciate that too. I think because they were definitely going to show this in China. Oh, yeah. Because Jet Li is huge in China. It's huge so in China. I appreciated that back and forth. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we go to a club, and we see that um, most of the people in this club are African-American. Yeah. And all of them are staring at this one table where there is a Chinese gentleman and a Chinese lady, and there are two Chinese ladies dancing yes, right but, in front of the table. But those two Chinese ladies on the table out. are making out, and you could see your breasts. 
Yes. Yes. And Noah said, look at this here. I know I'm pretty, but he's pretty no breasts. So that's what they were looking at. Yes. And the one, and they're making out. And then the, the one girl before. pulls her shirt down, or dress, <laughs> and we get some boob. Is it time for TikTok? It's or? definitely time for TikTok. Right, so what do you think of the nipple placement? It's been probably? a while since we had TikTok. I, I barely noticed it. It was a, it was gone almost in sixty seconds. <laughs> That's because you, you weren't in your and own. And we only 20s. saw it from the side. Um, <laughs> a side boob is still boob. well. I can say that they definitely seem to be uplifted. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were very and probably perky. natural. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, Tony, mm-hmm. they're right. Seem, <laughs> seem better. Seem worse. So mid boob, mid boob, yeah, 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 yeah. not quite that. I mean, um, Friday Thirteenth doesn't have the no, no, perfect, no. perfect no, no. boobs no. that we saw on Friday. It 13. also wasn't Android boobs where nipples fell off. <laughs> that no. was those are the worst. <laughs> those are the so worst far. boobs we've seen. I so think far, so, so far. Although I will say, it's those breasts that we saw in the background in True Moments, not so good either. <laughs> <laughs> But the androids are a choking hazard. Yeah. You get a nipple in your mouth, falls in your throat. Yeah, that's bad. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so. It's a the, bad motherfucker right there. The bouncer of the club. I didn't sum up this movie, but it's, it's gang wars. One of the gangs is black. One yeah. of the gangs is Chinese. They got that from Romeo Must Die. I'm just. Okay, I'm just putting it in there. Um, if you're not familiar with William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, you're not in the, high school yet. So Yeah, well. <laughs> The bouncer wants it, comes over and wants him to leave, and he's like, I'm not ready to leave. He's like, look, this is a black club. You don't belong here. Yeah. Here's money for your tab. And yeah. that guy who does that, he was in this movie called The Guy Thing, mm-hmm. in the underwear bin scene. Yes. So whenever I see him, I always think of that, because in the scene, he, some guy randomly calls us, we need to talk about your, un- we got used underwear in your underwear bins. Maybe you should just pick that movie. Maybe I should just pick that movie. But don't he, ruin it. He totally guyed up in that scene, was like, he yep, lied for absolutely. Him. He lied for some random dude he never met. Nice. I was like, my man. <laughs> so whenever I see him, he gets a pass because he, he can do no wrong because of that scene. John he's a total dick in this scene, but he's okay. Underwear bins. He, uh, he can throw whoever he wants at. He's okay. He's stand up. He guy. might be John's favorite character. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> or his favorite tertiary object. <laughs> no, the underwear bins are. All right. So um, a the Asian gentlemen that we saw in the car arrive at the club and they've come to collect. Po, which is the name of the young guy mm-hmm. that was sitting at the table. And uh, the uh, bouncer calls him a very offensive slur. And there's a lot of that. There's in this a lot stuff. of yeah, uh, there's a lot. Yes. We're going to skip those. I am going to skip them all. Um, calls him an offensive slur, and then Poe proceeds to beat underwear bins with his cane. Mm-hmm. Which is not Because right. he's got a pimp cane. I'm going to call it a pimp cane because its cane top is a naked lady. It's definitely a pimp cane. Yeah. I mean, he's like, what if I don't want to leave? And they're like, you're going to leave. And then there's a fight. And a little Chinese dude kicks some ass. (laughs) And then. None of those guys saw that coming. And then after he kicks some ass, he he dips. And then then we meet Kai. Who we talked, who was Russell Wong. And who never takes off his sunglasses this whole movie. Well, he doesn't take off his sunglasses ever. That's like his shtick. And he proceeds. He didn't take up. Never mind. We'll get there. Um, he proceeds to kick everybody else's ass in the bar. Well, he, first he's like, hey, it's not worth it. Let's get out of here. And, then, and one of the guys mouths off and he's like, you know what? I can use exercise. Takes off the sunglasses. <laughs> he gets in his stance. And he starts whooping people's asses. And the best part of that whole fight scene was he beats a bunch of guys up. And then 
three dudes line up and they take like, like this stance, like they know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. They come out and they're throwing kicks and stuff, and they just the three of them get fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you sat there and presented like you know what you're doing. You got your ass whooped, but two other dudes. <laughs> it's time for you to leave. You don't I ever come to like, this club again. Yeah, people done. keep coming and wanting to fight him. I'm sorry, that's how you fight that other guy. Well, <laughs> remember, in TV uh, TV movie fights, what happens is no matter how people you're fighting, they only attack you one, one at a time. time. <laughs> well, because I've been to bars where this kind of thing happens, and you know what happens is like 15 <laughs> guys jump on one. I don't care yeah. how bad you are, 15's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, True that. this fight gets broken up in the most awesome way possible when Silk arrives. Who's DMX? Who's DMX? <laughs> with 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 his with a couple of dudes and some machine guns. And I'm not sure if you heard it, but I heard him growl. And he <laughs> says, "Guns don't kill people. People kill, kill people. people." Which is a good line. And then fucking kicks him out of his bar. No, he says, "If your ass ain't black, you better be gone." It's like, well, that's racist. <laughs> but how are you gonna get more patrons if you're being racist and say your own people in here can be black? Well, uh, one of the reviews I read of this movie was somebody who just went on a rant about how racist this movie was and how the theater they saw it in had three quarters of the theater was black and she can't believe that these people didn't get up and leave (laughs) by how racist this movie was. And I was like, well, I know there's some racism in here. I don't think it's that racist. Some characters say some pretty underhanded shit. But it was 2000 and a lot of times... It was more okay, but then I read, then I went and saw who wrote the screenplay, and it's like a really white old dude, (laughs) and I was like, "Yikes, that's not okay." So maybe some of that was ad libbed. (laughs) I don't know, but because that sounds like something DMX would probably just say. In the parking lot, we go out to the parking lot, and Kai is yelling at Poe for hanging out in this bar during a gang war. Like, why are you on their turf? What are you trying to do? And Poe's like, fuck off, dude. You're not my babysitter. He's like, well, I kind of am. And Kai's <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of am. And um, everybody leaves. And then we see a little kid, the paper boy, early in the morning, throwing the papers. And he comes across Poe's body hung from a telephone pole. Mm. In a black neighborhood. And well, weird. we assume it's a black neighborhood. Because the only person you see is, is the kid is black. So we yes. assume. But... It could be anywhere. No. So he threw you all off. But well, you had the Chinese guy hung, and it was the black kid that was delivering That's papers. Me. But it was in a Hungarian neighborhood. <laughs> uh, did you read that in the trivia? No, or I, did you I just made, made that, that up, up right now. Uh huh. Yeah. In, in my mind, I was gonna say like this is good Israeli or something, but I decided <laughs> to go with Hungarian. They use context clues so that you assume yes. that he was killed and in retaliation for being in the in the black club. turf war issue. But so then we flash to some gentleman playing golf. We get Delroy Lindo Isaac O'Day is playing golf with Not our well. Not well, no, he's with Mr. Ballerini. <laughs> right. Right our fat cat. And who yeah, Isaac no, is not. not doing well. He's not playing with he's him. Playing yeah. him yet. He's just practicing. He's practicing yeah. in his backyard. This is when um Oh yeah, I'm when, sorry, you're right. When Mac shows up and he's like, What are you doing? I gotta learn this game, man. Yeah, because he's trying to fit in with cool businessmen. Yeah, and it's well, true though. Cool. When my sister went to college and she was an economics major, she was required to take golf. If you are any kind of business major, you have to take golf That's because stupid. deals are made on the golf course. That's if you can't participate, you're gonna be behind. <laughs> That's one of those things. Like, oh well, I shouldn't have to learn that. No, you shouldn't. But guess what? I'm going to play golf. But it's the way. <laughs> hey, I play golf. Is. It's this the... is where you get that whole. Well, that's just not fair. Life's not fair. I know. <laughs> That's like when deals used to get brokered while people were outside smoking. Yep. yep. When I was in the Navy, 
let me tell you, being a smoker was one of the best things because that way you'd go to the smoke deck, everybody was there you need to see, bop, 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 bop. People would bitch about it. Just because you smoke, you can, yep, deal with it. In retail, you know, they used to get smoke breaks. Yeah. And regular people didn't get breaks. Yep. I mean, you get breaks, but not smoke breaks. But yep. now... Every- they take health breaks. Yeah. But, but they've changed that. Now everybody gets is required a certain amount of breaks per time Hours. because non-smokers complained about that. I don't know. But anywho's. So, Mac arrives... And he's, there's a phone call for Isaac, and that's when they find out that Poe is dead. So um, Isaac tells Mac to set a meeting with Chu. Chu must be the head bad guy. Then we flash to a Hong, to Hong Kong in so, a prison. Po Chu oh. and Han Chu. No. Po Sing, Han Sing, and Chu Sing. Their last name is Sing. There you go. <laughs> or uh. first name. I don't know how that works. I think it's different. Um <laughs> Their monikers. But Hong Kong, we flash to a Hong Kong prison. Mm-hmm. And this is where we we see a gentleman, we see some prisoners arriving, and we follow this particular prisoner until he comes to the cafeteria and sits down next to... Sing ooh, Han. Jet Li. Sing Han. And, ha, and he whispers something in Han's ear. It's your brother's dead. Which I assume it's your brother's re- dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, he starts a fight and gets beaten up by the guards. And they take him down into what I assume is the basement Solitary. to beat the shit out of him for being a problem. Because they hang China him. and they don't fuck around in China. And he seems to <laughs> be hang unconscious. Him upside down by you. his one leg. <laughs> well, and then they pull out sticks. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it's the hell of the upside down sinners because China's got a lot of help. They got a lot of help, China. got a lot of help. And you um, know what? If you ever think it's bad being in a, in a U.S. prison, go to China where they hang you upside down and beat you with sticks. Yeah. We're not doing I hard, guarantee you, hard labor. You're not doing anything bad after that. When they strung him up, he appeared to be unconscious, but he was faking, what? and instead beats the shit out of them while hanging upside down by one leg. Yeah, and I love how all the other guys were like going where he's gonna be. It's like, yeah. go anywhere but there. Yeah, like literally the safest place in the room is the opposite of that swing, and then <laughs> he's just standing there. But he beats them all up, and he frees himself, and he escapes the prison. He takes one of their clothes and changes. Yep. and Gets the keys. Gets the and keys. Tricks the guy that was looking outside in. Oh, the best part was when he's, when he's leaving. He's like, hey, where are you going? I've got a tip on the, at, at the track for the third race. And the guy's like, oh, man, I just had a tip. I never played it. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to go. And the alarm goes off. Hey, sh- lock everything down. She's like, hey, put a bet down for me, would you? <laughs> <Substance> <laughs> he <in> gives <laughs> him money. And he takes it. He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. And then... Uh, we flash to Isaac and Chu having their meeting. It's at the airport. Mm-hmm. Isaac has brought flowers t- for Chu to show his, to pay his condolences. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, Isaac says he's going to look into it. Like he didn't authorize this, and he's going to find out who did this, and he's going to take care of it. And Chu is like, "Well, I don't believe you it's at all. Me. I don't know." But he says, but he agrees that they're going to continue their working relationship. So obviously, they're at war, but they're not at war. We're not 100% sure what's happening yet. I think they're just, they're not really at war where they're shooting people the way that yeah. it, they kind of portray it in the beginning, but they're not really getting yeah, along. They're not they're getting at a, along. They're at a standstill. There, there's a joint business venture it could be, that is bigger than the gang war. You, it could be a cold war. <laughs> uh, probably, because you know what, what, what most mob people are into is money. So, with money's on the line, they'll stop shooting each other. But as they leave, they they leave, 
and Chu leaves the flowers on the seat at the airport. And they leave, and they don't leave in different directions. No. Like, they're walking right next to each other, <laughs> which is weird. And um, it's just a very strange directorial choice. he left choice. the flowers there, and then is basically walking next to him. <laughs> no, he's like, yeah. you don't take my flowers? Man, that's messed up. At least wait till you don't see me, you throw but them away. It's, it's, like the, it's like that thing when you go, we've done it a bunch of times, where we go to the movies together, and you have that little moment. Okay, guys, that was good. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, and then you both start walking the same way, because you parked in the same place. And you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> we could have did this walk. I thought talk. we parked over there, you know. Yeah. But the other thing is, Isaac tells Mac to increase the security on his kids. And Chu's right there. Mm-hmm. He's like three feet behind him and to the left. He should have said something like, do you think that'll help? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, if I was Chu, I wouldn't let Isaac get ahead of me. It would be neck and neck. Like, bitch, you don't take precedence. No, I'd let him get ahead of me. Mm. So you can shoot him in the back? That's right. He, well, do you be sure be he's choosy. not going to shoot me in the back? Can't be choosy. Mm. Well, they're in the airport, so they don't have guns because they had to go through the metal detector. Yeah, I don't trust them. This is 2,000 metal detectors. These are those high-class, you know, not, not the bottom Yeah, this is pre-9-11. Yeah. yeah. Well, they this still... This is up when you got that... Oh, that's they the gun. Still, right, go hey, look. <laughs> they still took your guns. They just didn't take your box cutters and your nail clippers and all... And, and, your, and your scope. And your scope. <laughs> You're like, like, what do you got? A bowling ball with a fuse? What is that one? <laughs> you got a hair dryer with a scope? You guys can go on through. I know, right? All right. So then we flashed to Trisha's store and um, we see her. She's... She's got this really hip, cool store where she sells merch and people dance. And we get Serpentine to- fire. Yeah. yeah. It's odd. And she goes <laughs> she goes out to leave. It's and like store slash community center. Like she walks in and what's funny, she walks in like, oh, everybody say great. And it's like, excuse me, can you help me? And she's like, sure, help her. Somebody will help her. And yeah. then walks away. It's like, wow, you're not a really good businesswoman. <laughs> like if this is your store, someone says, hey, can you help me? You help them. Yeah. You don't be like, no, I got to go grab my coat and leave. But first, I'm going to go dance with these kids. If I was that woman, I'd be like, all right, well, fuck your store. I'm leaving. Worst customer service ever. <laughs> this makes me laugh so hard because I work retail, and I just had this discussion with one of the other managers about Did an associate. No, about an associate who a customer asked them for help, and the associate said, well, let me find someone who can help you instead of helping the fucking <laughs> person. And that person works in that department. They could have helped that oh. customer. See, that it's just the worst customer service but ever. It just, it's like, what is wrong with you? Do you have this in a small? Let me check. Yeah, at Plus, least, so at least related to my real life. I did think it was funny because when she leaves, she's like, hey, you, watch the store. That chick doesn't even turn around. She's just dancing in the back of yeah. the kids. I'm like, what is she watching? Nothing. Everybody's just stealing shit. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a feeling this store doesn't do good business. <laughs> I don't know. But her, so her daddy's she, a mobster. She he goes just, to leave. It's just there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a front for laundering money. Well, you know, she's against that kind of thing. Her brother's know. always there on the phone. Yeah. I don't know. I think her dad is secretly paying her bills somehow. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I don't think it's so secret, dear. Funneling <laughs> it through her brother, probably. Probably. But uh, she goes outside and Maurice is out there. God. Played by Anthony Anderson. And um, who's pretty what, fantastic. What was his name in this song with an M? I can't remember. Moron. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he tells her that he's, that her dad sent him and that she's, you know, to guard her. And she's like, well, fuck off. And he's like, uh, no. Spoiled brat, I, you can say whatever you want, but I'm going to do what I'm told. No, he told her the back seat of the trunk, trunk makes no difference to me. <laughs> yep. It's like, okay, that's abduction. And then yeah. as she goes to get in the car, he calls her a spoiled little bit. Rich she's just got coloring books and juice boxes in the back, <laughs> <laughs> which is a really good line. Like he's got a couple good one-liners in this. All right, it's kind of a tool, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we see Han arriving from China. 
And then we flash to a barber shop, which seems random. Yeah. They're having a quite quiet conversation, shooting the shit at the barber shop, and the guy gets a pa- and the barber gets a package, and he tells his client to stop flapping his gum gums and open it. And kablooey is a bomb. It's a bomb. There was a bone ball fusing it. Yeah. Then we go to the record store, and we see Maurice. Maurice rocking out at the CD listening station. I remember these. Remember those? You used to go and you'd be like, yeah. "Oh, is this any good?" And you start listening. Playing to the music. Yeah. <laughs> and he's flirting with the cute girl next to him, and she is not having it. No. He's like, well, "How you she, doing?" She can't hear him. First of all, he is so she obnoxious in this scene. He's obnoxious. So. All right, then in he a just movie, pulls the thing off me. I was like, oh, no. So in the movie, yeah. you're like, oh, your folks going to be some main character. But imagine you're you're across the way there looking for the new, I don't know, what was big DMX? back then? The new DMX, DMX. CD. <laughs> Which know, is oh. what he's hogging the listening station listening to. So, and he looks over, and you're just trying to sit there, and you're going through, and you hear, how you doing? <laughs> hey, girl. All right, all right. <laughs> that's so annoying. This is my shit. Boom, boom, boom. And that's a really good song, too. I was totally into it. It doesn't have a good message. <laughs> What's Wait, a dog a need? What's a dog need? A dog a needs message. a bitch. A dog needs a bitch. Yeah, well, I mean. I mean, but it's a good jam. I mean, if we were to analyze. <laughs> probably not. The not just idea. any bitch. Uh, um, most rap songs aren't the best uh, message for people. I really like. They're bad. I um, really like DMX, and I owned like three of his CDs. <laughs> well, stop. Hammer time? No. Drop. Drop relentless. No, stop. Drop. Drop. Shut them down, no, open no, up, shop. shop. I can't believe neither Ooh. one of you got that right away. <laughs> That's I how riders roll. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll stop is always either collaborate and listen. <laughs> True. Okay. Okay. So, um, but while he's distracted with this girl, Trish dips out mm. on him because she buys her records and she goes. And he is a moron. Yep. He is not. Then we see we see Han. She's a classy lady. Leaving the airport, trying to get in on a cab. And this guy is like, off duty. And Han's like, look, I need to get to this address. And the guy's like, don't you speak English? And he's like, not really. And neither one, you know, both, they're both speaking in heavily accented English, which but I think is supposed to be funny. But know what I find amazing? Is this what? guy, he... he Broke out of jail. The only thing he had was a prison uniform, like guard uniform. Mm-hmm. And that money he, that he got from that. He was able to get a passport, yeah. clothes, get on the plane. That's amazing. Well, well his father well, is. You get the impression he has some contacts. Yeah, his father is. He was uh, a cop. So. Yes, but if he's. Well, you know what? That is amazing. You're right. <laughs> there's, there's nothing believable she thought about, about it, like, that. Yeah, they you're right. That is amazing. Address because it at all. He's Will, just here. No, because his dad said. How did you get here? You broke out of prison. His dad didn't know we broke out of prison, so how did he hook him up with a fake passport? So how did he get through customs? That's amazing. That's because all I gotta his say real passport would have been fucking flagged because he was in he, prison. Because he just broke out of jail, mm-hmm. yeah. This, you're right. That's amazing. God damn it. Thanks for um, pushing us all in that plot hole. <laughs> All right. That plot hole, I thought. That plot hole is is as big as the hole on community. (laughs) All right. Next. All right. So. um, Oh, I got more. Keep going. (laughs) So Han decides to steal the dude's cap. And wouldn't you know, he steals the guy's cab, and he's trying to find his brother's house, and Trish jumps in the backseat of his cab. Ain't that the luck? And he's like off off duty. She says two words. Off duty. She says two words. On duty. Here's fifty bucks. And uh, they have a bit of a meet cute where she's trying to hide from Maurice. 
Moron. Maurice, you're right. And um, he pretends to be Akbar, the cab driver. But eventually he drives off, and when she figures out that he's not Akbar, the cab driver, and that he stole the car, she doesn't get out. She's she continues it. to flirt with him. Do you know why? Because bad boys are sexy? No, because her father's a big-time criminal, and she's yeah, used to that she's kind of She's not really afraid of criminals. <laughs> like She sees them a lot, so. And she's more focused on getting away from moron. From the other bad yeah. guy. She does seem... T- she, it like does, how Carly called him moron. She <laughs> does seem very... To have... She always seems to feel safe in um, situations where she should feel not safe. Mm-hmm. Because she thinks that having criminal connections, even though she doesn't want to benefit from them, will keep her safe to from other criminals. They call that hypocrites. But mm-hmm. so, um, She's like, this is just a small-time criminal. He just stole a car. But, yeah. eh, nothing to be afraid of. Han, Han drops her off and asks for her name, and she's like, I don't know you like that. I want you calling me. And she leaves. He's like, I don't have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cute. It is cute. This is a very nice exchange here. And then we go to Isaac. And Isaac is meeting with... This is where he's meeting with... Um, Rolf. Yeah. And with, playing golf. And they're playing with actual Rolf. golf. Yeah. And they're, this is where we find <laughs> out that they're trying to get property deeds for to build an NFL stadium. <laughs> and... It's kind of a, and we've been getting hints that Isaac wants to go legit, so this is part of this this deal he's brokering. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the best way to go legit? Steal some property. Well, <laughs> we'll get start. to that. We'll we, get to that. We don't get. We don't know for sure that he's trying to steal the, the property. Well, he's trying yet. to acquire the property. The, right. the plot kind of unravels slowly and has a lot of layers. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Like an onion. Yes, or, or like an ice. Well, but I really like this movie, so I'm gonna say it's like a nice parfait. Ooh, I love parfait. Or an English trifle. Car- Carly, mm. you ever had somebody tell you you want wants parfait? Like, no, I don't want a parfait. No, never. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we go back to Trisha's store, and we meet Colin, her brother, and she's pissed because he seems to be taking business phone calls in her store, and she's like, "I asked you not to do that," and he's like, "This is my job." You know, your our dad is a businessman. I'm a businessman. I work for that businessman. She's like, no. And first she's like, fuck <laughs> off. And then she regrets it. And she's like, I just worry about you. And he's like, you don't need to worry about me. Which is a lie. Mm-hmm. Well, she and doesn't know he's going to get thrown out of a window. <laughs> then we flash to Han breaking into her his brother's apartment. And uh, he, like kinda, he used to drill and like unlock the door. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> well... But you know what I do when I break into my brother's apartment and search through all this stuff? Smoke. Stop for a quick smoke. <laughs> um, I don't think he broke in as much as he's like, all right, I'm just going to stay here now. Yeah. Because yeah. his brother's dead. He has nowhere else to stay. His brother looks like he lived well, alone. He, so, I yeah. mean, he's... And if someone does stop by, I'd be like, it's my brother's house. My brother's house, yeah. Like, he, oh, all right. <laughs> he is staying there. Mm-hmm. And um, Like, and if it, I get killed, my brother's moving my house. Nobody I'm right <laughs> at any point comes. <laughs> no. Well... Well, someone does, but we'll, well get Someone it. does, but... I've... We'll get there. Um, so Stand by. He like, goes through his stuff, and he dials his phone to see the last number he calls, and it's the store Serpentine Fire. Ooh. He's like, I was thickens. just there. So then. He doesn't know that's where he just was. <laughs> he does. That's why he has that look on his face. Oh, I thought she had him drop yeah. him off, or off down the street. He doesn't know yet. <laughs> and then, um, but he's just confused as to what that is. Yeah. He could have asked more questions, like, um, 
what what is this? Is this a restaurant or a store? No, because he dropped her off at the store. He did. Right. He didn't. She okay. said, this is good, and she got out and walked. He didn't, because when he goes to the store and he sees her come out, he's like, oh, look, it's her. <laughs> okay, so now we flash to a restaurant where we see that. Mac creeping on Trisha. Yeah, he's, like, awkwardly creepy, too. He comes up and creepy, like and he, like, guy, kisses so. her, and she's <laughs> like, ooh, who is this kissing on me? And he hits on her, and she tells him that he's nothing but an errand boy for her father. Ouch. And so then he threatens her a little bit. Which is always works to get a girl to like you. Tells her that she ain't nothing and that someday he's going to be everything and she's going to want him. He says, I'm drinking milk. And One day, then, they're going to be big and strong. And she's then like, he tells oh, let her, me think about it. Maybe I do like you now. And then <laughs> no. he tells her that she's going to fucking accept the protection that they've put on her or else. And, like, yells at her and is causing kind of a scene. Yeah, he punches the table and everybody looks. And he like, grabs her. Not cool, He's grabbing dude. her by the arm, too, and it looks, like, painful. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. And then you see Maurice at the bar with this shit in grin, like, that's what I'm talking about. But then he goes up to Maurice, too, and fucking yells at him well, for being a moron. No, because well. as he's walking by, Maurice goes... Mac, you've always had a hand away with the ladies <laughs> while he's drinking his brandy or whatever. So then Mac punches him in the face yeah. and says, if, if I want to hear comedy, I put on a goddamn Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me giggle. She didn't catch that line, see? Well, no, because I was writing shit down. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Then we flash to Isaac. So that, you missed the best. Oh, God. Okay, so what? So then after Mac leaves, Maurice has to act up. He's like, where's my drink, man? <laughs> and he acts all tough and starts slapping things. He's like, what the fuck you looking at, huh? Because he just got his ass pumped. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's why he's moron. Okay, so then we flashed out. Then we go to Isaac and Colin. And Colin is telling Isaac that Poe called him right before he died. And that he wanted to meet with him. And Colin was like, I ain't stupid. So I told him to meet me at Silks, which explains why he was at the club and why he didn't want to leave because he was waiting for Colin. And then Isaac is like, well, you should have called me right away and told me. And I would have told you how to deal with that. And Colin is like, I am not a child. I, am I not a grown up in no. your organization? He says, maybe I should call if you want to blow my damn nose. Where his dad goes, what? I'm paraphrasing the <laughs> but dialogue. But you're missing the good dialogue. You're, you're getting into detail about some dumb shit and leaving out the fun oh. stuff. I am not going to try to do all of this dialogue. It will sound terrible <laughs> if I try to do that. you got to understand, though, if I'm Isaac and you know that you're my son and then the son of the other dude, like, we yeah. are not cool if he calls you, you gotta tell me. <laughs> yeah, that, that that math checks out. I mean, really. And Colin's all like, nah, I don't gotta tell you anything. I'm a big guy. I'm a grown up. And I went to college. Isaac, I can handle myself. <laughs> Isaac tells Colin that he's working on this really big deal, and it's all for Colin's benefit, and just to come, just wait. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna work out. And then Colin leaves, and as he leaves, Mac comes in, and they call each other some terrible nicknames. <laughs> Oh, collard green? <laughs> collard green, but he calls Mac something too, but he I calls can't... calls him Black Mac. Yeah, collard green and Black Mac, which is terrible nicknames. Yeah, those, as, as um, nicknames go, those are terrible. Don't ever call <laughs> it's, them. It's, it's right up there with uh, Massingill for me. Vagisil. <laughs> Vagisil. Yeah, so it's right up there. Um, but Mac comes in to report about the bombing at the barber shop, 
And Isaac seems generally upset that this guy is dead. Is dead, and that this bombing happened. And it doesn't occur to him that he gets the deed now. He's like, "Oh, well, that's great." Yes, <laughs> but it it seems like he and he seems to think that it's the Chinese that are doing it, but in but retaliation why? for Poe, maybe. But it's just really weird. Unless you have a connection to that barber. Because you want... There's no reason why they would do it. Because Isaac is supposed to be a good guy in this. He's a good gangster. Yeah. I assume that that barber pays Isaac for protection, probably. Maybe he gets his hair cut there. Maybe. He doesn't have any hair. Well, he's got... The guy does shaves. He does straight razor shaves. You know, culture thing. Um, So then... Our next scene is is Han sitting outside Trisha's store. And he sees her come out, and you can see by his face that he's like, oh, hey, it's that chick. Mm-hmm. So now he's really intrigued. And, uh, like, how is she connected to my brother? He follows her home like a big fat creeper. This is the second creeper that creeps on her mm-hmm. in this movie. Poor Aaliyah. Yeah, she's having and a bad day. He doesn't just, like, follow her home to see where, he li- where she lives. He walks, he walks right in, in the door behind her. Mm-hmm. And she freaks the fuck out. He's like out. ninja quiet. Like you should. <laughs> like any reasonable person would do, She, you respond with, get the fuck out of my house. And he calms her down and says that he needs to know about his brother and that his brother called the store. And she's like, I don't know your fucking brother. And it's, I feel like this is the part where this movie needs a screenplay because there's some exposition that's missing from that scene that <laughs> really needs to be to, in okay, there. Okay, we can be friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There needs to be some more exposition here. Also, also, he is watching the store and he sees her come out and he just knows that it's her store. She could have just been shopping in that store. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Good point. Maybe. Stop. Stop. If you see me walk out of a store, it's not mine. <laughs> could, could you not push me in these no, that's, no, Carly, I saw you walk out of Walmart, and I'm pretty sure you, you own that one. You wish. I'm sorry. It's just one of the... I didn't even think about that until right now. I know. That's amazing. Still a good movie. Don't pick it apart. Don't pick it apart. Okay, so... Um, that's my new way to... It's plot holes now. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> All right. Isn't it amazing that he just knew so that? Then, it's amazing. Uh-oh. Maurice arrives. And he makes a shit ton of noise as he arrives, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she sees them pull up, and she's like, those are my dad's guys, and you got to go. They like, can't find you yeah, in he's here. He's awfully loud even when he gets out of his car. Yeah. <laughs> he makes plenty of noise. And uh, so uh, Han tries to pretend to be the delivery guy and leaves. It's like, dim sum, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, That's exactly what he said. They yeah. let him go. <laughs> And then they're like, Maurice is like, what? you smell that? And the other guy's like, no, I don't smell nothing. He's like, where's the takeout? <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, you're hungry, baby. <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> of course he is. But they immediately go chase him down. Why? Like, Why? Why? Are they being, like, she just, she doesn't seem alarmed. But she, she was okay with it. Mm-hmm. She was okay with it, of him leaving. No problem. All of a sudden, they feel the need to beat up this Chinese guy because Why? Because giant plot because hole. Because they That's amazing. are anti-Chinese the <laughs> mob. They just assume he's in the Chinese mob. They knew mob. he was in the Chinese mob because he was there. That's amazing. <laughs> well, they try to beat him down. Has that but, uh-oh, out? it does not work out well. No. He kicks their ass. Mm-hmm. One dude had on bikini briefs. Yeah. yeah. It was like, We okay. saw more of him than I ever needed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he even said that. You were like, oh, wow, I don't need to see all this. <laughs> Like he was so wearing the man thong. <laughs> way more taint wait. in this movie than it needs to be. <laughs> you were you're okay with boob, but not with taint. Right. Yes. That's upsetting. 
Oh, man. I actually call it the Tate line. I guess I'm <laughs> just go under far it. more used to seeing boob. <laughs> I mean, I think we have we discussed before on the podcast that man parts aren't as pretty as lady parts. That, uh, I think we, we haven't had, had Tate talk. A- actually, <laughs> we did because we talked about how you got to cover it up till we want to see. That's, that's true. <laughs> cover that thing up until you need it. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's, that was the that line. Was the till we need it. Yes. Keep that cover till we need it. I mean... I don't prefer a banana hammock out of man, <laughs> but it's an interesting choice. Yeah. And something completely unrelated, I have to go change real quick. Okay. <laughs> so, but he kicks their ass, and then he steals Maurice's car. Mm-hmm. I know. So this is the second car that he stole today. Yes. Yeah. He well, took the gun, today, too. Yeah. He does. He well, takes he his gun, gun, but, but he, he threw, threw the, it in the dumpster. Yeah, threw the gun away and kept the bullets. Yeah. I mean, he, t- he kept the gun because they were going to kill him. So. Which yeah. I thought was a good call. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I like this country. Free cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the second felony he's had since he got here. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the breaking out. That we know third. <laughs> then we flash to Big Daddy Chu. And he's... No, that's not his name. I, it's, it's, I can it's call Chew. him that if I want. Okay. Um, so he's having a meeting with the other Asian mob gentleman... This Would is you a call very, it a meeting? I, this seems like a very, I don't know, like uh, Al Capone kind you, of a moment. Where, I don't know how your meetings where go, like, but mine don't end, end up with me in the back of a meat truck about to get cut no, up. No, but that doesn't happen in this scene. Mm-hmm. He's tell, It's like the heads of the Asian families, but he's telling them he's like kind of in charge, but it's also kind of like a council. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how this power structure works. But he's having a meeting, and then it blends right into the funeral for his son, Poe. Mm-hmm. Which, a funeral's a great time to talk business because everybody's in one place. You know what else is a good to- place to talk business? A wedding. Because everybody's in one place. Learn that from The Godfather. Um, <clears throat> that was a much better movie. But. Everybody thought so. We get the funeral. Like, even Isaiah Washington thought so. And we have, for Tony, a, a dead baby, baby boat. boat. <laughs> That's a dead baby boat. Burning, like, burning baby boat. <laughs> Boat. <laughs> <laughs> on fire. Tony's like, so, like that's well, what I'm trying to say. New level. <laughs> and um, Han arrives, and then he goes to talk to his dad, and this is where we find out that he was a cop who helped his father and brother escape arrest and went to prison for it. And um, he wants to investigate his son's death, or his son, his, his brother's brother. death. He promised his mommy would take care of his little brother and choose, like, Kyle, take care of it, don't worry about it. He's like, why didn't you take care of him? I promised Mom I would take care of him. I left him with you. And like you had one job to do. Don't kill him. your son. We yeah. don't get the impression yeah. that he likes his father at all. But probably he not. Well, he went to jail really for him, so. He cared for his brother. Which he probably would not have gone to jail for his father. He probably did it just for Poe. Mm-hmm. Well, we see that scene where he saves him. When yeah. little kids I was on the basketball. Which also is weird and random. Like, why are they in the water swimming to Hong Kong? Looks like they got into a... They were on a boat and the and they were sank. Sure. The boat sank. Everybody died except for those two. So, so not a, a good baby boat? Right. There was a basketball. In the I don't of think Hong it was Kong a basketball. I think it was like a buoy. A harbor buoy. No, that was a basketball. It was a basketball. Because he found the actual ball. We know because he thought about that scene when he was at the brother's apartment. You're right, and, and he grabbed the, the ball. fucking ball. But just because it kind, of, but it doesn't look like a bas- like the pattern on a basketball to me. It looked more like a harbor buoy. Okay, well you're wrong. I it's a basketball. It basketball. Okay. So and what does he do with the basketball? He puts it in the puts baby it in boat. the brother's gra- puts it in the baby boat. No, puts it in the brother's <laughs> casket. <laughs> But so then he leaves his dad, who he doesn't seem to care much for, and goes to talk to Kai, 
And they do some light sparring. This is pretty good scene. Yeah. Where and Kai seems to win, and he says, "I was afraid prison would make you soft." And Han comes back with, "Prison doesn't. People don't get soft in prison." No, I no, mean, because generally the opposite happens. <laughs> and, and then he gives Kai back his sunglasses. Well, Kai took off his sunglasses, put them in his pocket before they started mm-hmm. sparring. Yep. So during the sparring match, Han grabbed them, and then afterwards gave them back. Said, "You know, nobody yeah. gets soft in prison." And yep. back, he's like, "Bitch." Yes, <laughs> but I think he he kind of let Kai win. So and Kai was kind of rubbing it in because he didn't know we got let win. That that happens. I kind of got the impression in the scene that they had sparred yes. many yeah, previously. They're, before. Yes, they're old and this friends. This was a friendly. Yeah. Yes, they're old friends. Friendly dog. And then we flashed to Trish getting some ice cream for this group of ragamuffin kids that are always hanging out with her <laughs> at her community, community center, center slash store. Yes. <laughs> But now they're at the park. If you think about it like that, it's not weird. <laughs> they're at the park. There's everything about that is weird. <laughs> it doesn't matter, though. Because it's a movie job. Mm-hmm. I run a community slash center slash yeah. hip-hop dance store. It's like I make, I make boats. <laughs> at first, you don't succeed. Yeah, um, I make so boats, but don't sell them. Yeah. She's getting some ice cream, and Han sneaks up on her, mm. and uh, she gives him an ice cream cone. And they uh, sit down and have a chat. And conveniently, she's watching a football game played by Mac and her father's other goons, which for someone who doesn't like her father's goons... She's hanging out with them a lot. It seems to be hanging out with them a lot. Because this is like, nobody's guarding her. Like, I don't know. How did this end up? Is she under there under duress? They're not guarding her because the Chinese guy went and got some ice cream sat down next to her and started (laughs) talking. (laughs) They're not doing a very good job. The impression I got from this, and this is only because of the kids... Mm-hmm. The impression I get is that she has a relationship with all these neighborhood kids, and she doesn't want them to end up in the gang. So she's her community center slash store is trying to promote this better community so they won't all end up in the gang. But she has to kind of go where the kids go, and the kids are going to watch the guys play football. <laughs> so what does she do? She hangs out with the kids That's by the gang. That's the impression gangs. that I got. I'm very interested no in this Carly fan theory. <laughs> this is a great Carly fan theory, and I'm glad that you but brought it to the attention of the podcast. she's always surrounded by all these kids. Yeah. And all these and gangsters. she's so, anti the gang. So what she should do, if she wants to keep the kids away from the gang, I got the solution. Don't well, hang out with the kids. But <laughs> well, the kids are going to hang out with these guys that they probably look up to. And the kids don't <laughs> seem to have any problem with Han being Chinese either. Yeah. But Mac spots him and he's like, oh, hey, what the fuck is that? And then one of the guys says, oh, what does he say? That's the chump who took Mo's ride after he beat us down. <laughs> he's like, what? I never got beat up. <laughs> what you talking you know, about, Willis? Busted. Now, here's the best part of uh, this whole thing is that so Trish clearly doesn't like the mob guys, right? Mm-hmm. Whole movie head does not like the mob guys. Pretty sure these are the bad guys. Not quality mm-hmm. acts that we have in here. Yeah. But so Matt comes up and is like, hey, you want to play some football? You know, and now Trish is like, oh yeah, you should go play football. What did she think was going to happen? She knew he was going to get his ass kicked. Yeah. But I still. She, she knew they weren't going to be nice to him. Yeah. So she still she sent him out there that. to go get beat up. Well, two things. Asshole move there, Trish. Two things. I have got two things, and I don't know that either one of those things is a direct rebuttal, but I got two things to say. <laughs> one, she did see him beat down Maurice and those other guys. Yeah. So she, she knows, knows he can, can handle himself. Own. And also, he is kind of creepily stalking her. 
<laughs> There's that. I'm gonna give you that, that second true. one. Okay, that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. That's a really good one. So she's pretty sure he can handle himself, and maybe he needs to stop sneaking up on her. All right, look, she's in a public place. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's in a public park that anybody can go to. I'm just saying. Even if you're Chinese. She's, so she seems kind of okay with him stalking her. Yeah, a she's bit. not hating it. Oh, she likes it. But this at might... the same time, maybe. Stop sneaking up on me. Like, I'm okay with you being here. Just announce I'm going to so. say that. <laughs> he doesn't have a phone. Yeah, he doesn't have a phone, so I'm gonna can't put text it out. I'm going to put it out here that um, the Han stalking falls under Rocky rules, that if she likes it, she likes it. it's okay. But she doesn't seem to like it when he comes out of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> she doesn't like to be it's surprised. It's not like she's then in I the shower or anything. Yeah. James Bond comes rolling in. Hey. <laughs> Okay, I'm just so saying that it wasn't a big do deal. <laughs> <laughs> about it. Do you want to pick that one as your birthday pick? I might. <laughs> oh. okay. I had a really hard time picking. So, okay. wow. Yeah, I, know. I was going to tell you to take your time, but you're already doing that. <laughs> All right. So they play some football, and the first two plays, they beat the shit out of poor Han. Mm-hmm. And They're intentionally giving him the ball, what, he doesn't know so what he gets is. tackled, yeah. and they are all. And then on the third him. play, he fights back. And beats them all down. Well, because he's like, are they allowed to do that to me? And he's like, yeah, man, it's full contact. And you he's got like, the, get ball. the ball. You get the so ball. So then he you just throws up. them all the ball and attacks <laughs> and beats them. them. <laughs> I like he, it's pretty good. Three. <laughs> he really kicks the shit. Like, and he's not just tackling. He's like kicking them yeah, and all kinds of shit. He's been kicking and fucking the shit out of them. Yeah. It's he's pretty doing awesome. some uh, kung fu football. And, and then Maurice he, tries to give him back the ball, and he stops him and gives it back. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, you hold this. And he meets, he makes it to the end zone and then spins the ball and walks away and gives his address to Trish and says, well, if you talk to your brother... Um, here's my address. Here's my address. Yeah, please come find me after you talk to your brother. Yep. Uh-huh. And, and then, that works out well for him. Then we flash to that evening at Colin's apartment. Colin and his lady are getting high. Mm-hmm. Smoking when some When is Rico. Colin O'Day? And he is talking about oh, how, yeah, he wants his chance. He doesn't want to be under his daddy's thumb anymore. He's I'm having like an eyes. Einstein moment right now. I'm, th- I'm just thinking <laughs> stuff up. And right, his yeah, keep lady, smoking more weed. Yeah. The, more weed. The doorbell rings, and his lady goes to answer the door and doesn't tie her robe closed. <laughs> or check to see who it is. Because she's in her lingerie. And well, she opens. It looks the door, like it's about it to be business like time. It looks like it's somebody she knows because mm-hmm. she smiles and she kind of. Yeah, and it doesn't then, look like a. Who's no, but that? it's still it, a movie thing that pisses me off. Check the check the door before you open it. It's just like in sitcoms when people walk in the front door and leave it open. It we, drives me fucking crazy. I think we've heard this people rant before. Yes, yes. yeah. <laughs> and you'll hear it again. Well, Notting Hill. <laughs> Especially because, you know, if you're in, you're sitting here in your drawers, you know, it's, it's business time. Yeah. You don't put your business attire out in, in the front. Well, I'm sorry. I would have shut my robe before I answered the door. Yeah. But well, why we go that? immediately okay. from the door opening to them being thrown out the window. And they land in the water. And I do like how this movie didn't do that trope where no matter how far you fall, if you land in water, you're okay. <laughs> right. Because, no, they'd be dead. Because after yeah. about 20 feet, when you hit water, it's like hitting fucking concrete. Yeah, it's no different. So, they're dead. Not like in Harley Davidson Marvel Man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, wait, no. <laughs> Nothing like Harley Davidson Marvel Man. So, uh, I was, and you know how I don't like it when people die in movies. I was a little sad that they died. <laughs> like when I first watched, I was like, "Oh, they'll be I'm fine." I'm watching them fall. No, they're and I'm dead. Like, oh fuck! And then they hit the water. I was like, "Oh, maybe they're not dead." <laughs> <laughs> they were all just here. Wow. 
officer superior picked him up in his fishing boat because yeah. well, they, they, they still live yeah, yeah. 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 How, them how high you are for like 10 minutes oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how, really how high it's like landing on a pillow yeah. yeah but so we see the next morning isaac is identifying the body because they've been pulled out of the river, ocean, yeah, bay, wherever. Yeah, it's like they were in the water. Yeah. Like, at well, first I was like, maybe it's Oakland, just a pond. So. We have a lot of I manufacturing ponds. On, is that, on the, o- is that on the ocean? Uh, just about. Is that... I don't know anything about the talking about this topography property, of... Yes. But we don't know if it's... I don't know anything about the topography of Oakland. Okay, well. Um, so... I can tell you about Is it Oakland, on the bay? I, I think like so. I don't know. Well, sure. People talk about San Francisco and Oakland. Maybe. They run opposite sides they of the bay. They are opposite sides of the bay. <laughs> oh, look at that. Carly knows topography. Um, so really. She's like, I didn't know I knew that. <laughs> so, Who's the Carly? Right mid. That I get from Ezzy, Eddie Izzard's dress to kill. We're talking about West Bay and East Bay. <laughs> well, sh- who shows up at the waterfront but Trish? So they called her immediately before he had even really seen the body. And she's like, I want to see. And he's like, no, you don't want to see. And she's like, I want to see. And then she sees, and it's her dead brother. And the first thing she goes to is, this is your fault. I hate you. It's like, what the fuck did I do? She she says, this is your fault. You had something to do with this. You got him killed. Mm -hmm. I hate you. Well, she knows that Chu's son was killed. And now she's thinking this is retaliation. But he didn't do it. He didn't kill Chu's boy. But I don't think she knows who Chu is. She doesn't know that for sure. Well, she needs to put her shit on receive and listen for a minute. Well, part of it is... (laughs) Would she believe him? If your dad was the mob boss, would you believe him when he said, no, I didn't kill that guy? Yes, I would. Really? My my dad wouldn't lie to me. Can I... Here's part of the problem. (laughs) We're missing some exposition here because we don't know that she has any idea. She said she didn't know who Poe was. Like, his name wasn't familiar. So does she have any idea who Chu is, that there is an Asian mob boss and his name is Chu and that Poe is his son? Like, she knows there's a dead guy, but... Yeah, like, we don't really know I don't know knows. her level of That's knowledge. True. we don't know. She probably she knows. knows a little bit. And this is where I feel like more... I, I'm sorry to agree with Roger Ebert, but we might have could use a little bit more screenplay. Yeah. It's two hours long. We don't need any more. I know. <laughs> it's yeah, an hour and 15 minutes. more concise. We could have... And it doesn't getting this. It doesn't hurt my enjoyment. Less of dancing the movie. in the um, community center. Yeah. More exposition. But okay. Maybe not watching them fall for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good scene. Then. It was. But good. it was. Isaac and Isaac talks to Mac, and Mac promises to find and kill whoever did this, which would be himself. Spoiler. <laughs> you suck at this. Keep it. <laughs> We're gonna spoil it at the end. Um, well, he's definitely gonna find. Who well, shit! You Han goes home. The movie sure. Look in the mirror and go. Wait a minute. Han goes home and finds his brother's apartment to be ransacked. Yeah. Question so, mark? so he gives the address to Trish, and he comes home, and it's just destroyed. Yeah. Which is what a coinky dink. Weird. I would definitely blame her. Yeah, I would. But do. he picks up this picture of his brother and this white chick, who is in this like this is a, like the third time we've seen this picture but this mm-hmm. character isn't in this movie at all no, no like when he was in the club he was with completely different girls which was really weird like I thought she was gonna be important like maybe mm-hmm. she was secretly I when we looked at the, the picture fat- again oh she's gonna be important I thought nope <laughs> I thought maybe she was gonna be the fat cat's girlfriend or something something but I don't know no, no, we, no. what we get from this picture is his brother has a, a car, car. So, <laughs> yeah. so oh they ransacked the apartment did they take the car keys no nope. so then he goes to search his car cause that's where I keep all my good evidence yeah a and criminal in, in he, the car he finds the pip cane 
And the cocaine. And the cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> and nice. a rolled up piece of paper. Yeah. And a with list. A bunch of addresses. But what he does, he gets rid of that booger sugar, though. He don't want nothing to do with that. No. And but what's funny, in the movie, when you watch him, he, like, he blows into it. And some of it lands and he gets on his on face. His face. <laughs> and he no-sells it, like, he's like, oh, that didn't happen. And you turn, and it's not there. <laughs> so if you pretend it's not there, it's not there. Well, then he goes back upstairs, and he opens the door, and Trish is sitting on the couch, and she does not ask what happened in this apartment. She no. was not there. When yeah. he was there five minutes ago. Well, she, maybe she was, he in, was the in the garage. Yeah, I was say, we don't know. Maybe she's taking He went to the garage and she came in the front door. Like, they could have different this elevators. Yes, they could have. So, does he freak out but, like she did? Why are you in my apartment? No. Does he go, hey, my place has been ransacked and I gave you the address? No, he says, what well, happened? It didn't occur to me at any point that he might think she's the one that ransacked the apartment. If I give you my address and the next thing that happens is it gets yes, attacked. Yes, but you're but not. Think about it. It's not his house. It was his brother's house. His brother actively involved in the mob and was murdered. I'm surprised it took this long for anybody to come to the house. (laughs) True that. And the guy was murdered. Why wasn't this a crime scene? I th- uh, again, I don't have. I any mean, it's not where he was murdered, but you think it would have been sealed for evidence, searched um, by the police. Something. How would that be evidence? The guy went to a nightclub, got into a fight, got hung. Why would they be searching his apartment? Well, if. But why? Why is wouldn't the they to try to figure out who? That, that's not going to. I feel like the there'd be some kind of a mess. <laughs> this is a movie, <laughs> not real life. Yeah, I don't think the cops. So it's not how that. investigations like, right, you got are part of town. We're just going to search your house now. That Wait, sounds what? like something that would happen in a movie. At the very least, whoever was sent to investigate the death should have been in that apartment <laughs> at some point. Um, yeah. And I'm not talking about the cops. I'm talking about the mob guys. <laughs> well, also, also, they can't lock the door, right? Because he drilled a hole in the yeah. wall. So, <laughs> so anybody, really, anybody could have been anybody. A, a crime of well, opportunity. <laughs> but Trish is there to tell him that Colin is dead. And he's... Hugs her and it's very sad. He's like, oh my God, not Colin. And he's, he's like, like, I got this Colin. list. <laughs> I got well, this he list. he wanted her to talk no, to her brother. And now the brother well, is She said, Colin's dead. And he's like, is that your brother? But he's <laughs> like, pull yourself together. I found this list of addresses. So then they do their best impression of Sherlock and Dr. Watson and go investigate it. Well, yeah, they go down to... So he steals his third car. <laughs> it's I'm gonna give him, car. I'm going to give him half credit on this one that it's not a steal because they can't tell him no. Whose car is it that he's in? His brother's. No, but we saw his brother's car. His brother's cars are convertible. That's true. Is it her car? Whose car are they in? Because when they leave that one place, they're in a white car that is not They're in a white Mercedes sedan. That's hers. It's got to be her car. (laughs) Who pays for that car? You know her dad bought that car. There's no way Serpentine (laughs) Fire is getting you. Their community center slash shop is buying you a Mercedes sedan. She refuses to help customers. Mm -hmm. Just randomly leaves. He's got to be doing pretty well because she's driving around in a Mercedes. And I know it's a Mercedes. Because it's got the hood ornament. Mm-hmm. They don't do that anymore. I know. Yeah, but so they've, they've got to be in her. People, li- there might be someone listening to this or, podcast that doesn't know what a hood ornament is. Or maybe we're gonna go with he stole his third car or fourth car in this <laughs> maybe. movie. We don't know. And you know, we know He's from previous car conversations, yeah. she's okay with him stealing cars because she saw him in two and, stolen previous stolen vehicles and didn't say shit. So. I think she but, was like good on you when she stole Moron's car. But yeah. I was yeah. like, whose car it. is this? <laughs> but uh, if it's she, her car, why is he driving? She sees the. A lot of women just will hand the dude the keys. Uh, but she sees the here. list yeah. and she's like, "Hey, I know these places." 
Like she, she's, like, she's well, from here. She's lived here forever. Well, she, she knows should, where yeah. they are. Yeah, she's like no, this one she all knew. on the waterfront. She yeah. said this is Silk's casino. Yes, she knew Silk's, but she didn't know what businesses the other they were. All were. She said these are all waterfront properties, so she knows where they're located, but she doesn't know that this is a barber shop that just exploded, <laughs> and this is a crab fisher, and this is well, an auto shop. Barber shop, duh. <laughs> and she goes to the beauty shop um, to get her hair did. <laughs> And wow. then, um, okay, get your nails done, get your hair did. Missy Elliott, that's what you're going for? Uh huh. Anyways, so they go to this auto body shop and they go inside and they find a bunch of dead Chinese people. Yikes. It's not good. And as they're search, as she's like hiding behind him because she doesn't want to look at dead bodies. Dead bodies. Yeah, and yeah. he kind of leaves her to go check out the office. And takes the pulse, sees that this is kind of a fresh body mm-hmm. in the office chair, and sees that he was smoking a cigar that's still lit, mm-hmm. which is always a good indicator that the perps are still on the premises. Although it's a cigar, not it a cigarette. It would be better with a cigarette. Yeah. Because yeah. a cigar can last a while, can smolder for quite some time. But guess what? They're still on the premises. And he hears some noise, looks out a door, motorcycles, and a car. Driving away. And you'll know from earlier in the podcast who's in the, on the motorcycle. Bad guys? Well, you already said this has the trope where... No. Oh, yes. Uh, from our Ebert review. Okay. I was like, when did we talk about that? I know. <laughs> so... Well, it just happened. It was like an hour. It was less than an hour so ago. a women. motorcycle chase scene fight um, Well, the car drives ensues. off and the motorcycle people sweep yes. back around and take a shot at him with Uzis if he dives back in and saves Aaliyah. Yeah. And then they jump in a car and, and off. And there's a chase scene and then a motorcycle fight. And then we find out that the one of the people on motorcycles was a Chinese girl. And he's shocked that she's Chinese. So he's very he confused. Says, no, he's, you're Chinese. And she says, no shit. <laughs> but <laughs> Kicks him in the face. But he was not expecting a Chinese person. So then afterwards, Han goes to confront his father. He's like, why did the Chinese girl kill the Chinese? And choose like, choose like, well, that O'Day is getting too big for, you know. He must have contracted out some Chinese people to kill Chinese people. Yeah, he's giving himself too much credit. And then Han's like, I think you're giving him too much credit. So Han is like, what the fuck's the deal? I know something is shifty is going on. This is fishy. Then we, um, then to compound to the fishiness, we see Mac at one of these properties of the crab fisher. And he threatens him and pulls a gun on him and says. he is talking to the guy before mm -hmm. he pulls Mm -hmm. the gun out. I thought that this guy maybe had been in the gang at one point, and mm-hmm. he was trying to get him to come back into the gang. Because <laughs> well, he's, he's kind of left the gang and, and the made this business, and he's all yeah. like talking shit about how this is such a crappy business. Yeah. And he's like, "Look, it's my business." And yeah. I really thought it was gang related. <laughs> and then I really thought the big dude was going to beat his ass, <laughs> <laughs> and then he pulls a gun, puts it to his head. And he like, wants oh, the shit. deed. You're going to sign yeah. that deed, and he sticks his head in with the crabs. Yeah. <laughs> the little pinchers are Somebody from. did that. Because those, I mean, that wasn't CGI. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> so he was getting snipped by a little crab. I hope he got paid. <laughs> He's only in this one scene made $100,000. Oh, <laughs> unpleasant. But, so, he gets the, he pulls a gun on puts a gun to his head, pushes the face in a, bu- in a trough full of crabs and says, you're going to sign over that deed. And the guy says, all right. All right, I will. And, He's like, yes, uh, I believe I will. He does. And then we go right from there to Kai going on a shitty ass boat. And on this boat is a bunch of what looks like uh, crack whores, hookers, homeless people, all kinds of weirdo, you know, just kind of scummy people on this old dirty ass scummy boat. 
Wow. And we go in the back and we see some nice looking gentlemen in suits who are counting up their dough. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, one of the guys was at the meeting earlier at the funeral. And uh, they have a little bit of a discussion before Kai kills them all. Mm. And then blows up the motherfucking boat. Well, he tells the guys, like, I have, we have a tip that uh, someone's going to hit your boat. He's like, no shit, when? He's like, right now. Yeah. Bam! That's pretty good. And then he says, Starts get the money. Them all away. They take the money and they blow up the boat. Blow it up. And <coughs> then um, we see Chew at dinner. Kai comes to get him. They go in the back. And we got a couple more of these Asian families and heads of these Asian families. And Chu tells them that uh, they're going to be lose their properties. The, but the collective will still be here, but it'll just be me or something like but that. But I will be the collective. Yeah. yeah. Your properties will still stay inside the collective, but the collective will just they're be They're like, yeah, your territory. Yeah. yeah. And then well, they're, they're about to get butchered. They're, they're they get murdered. Like, they put on the bandsaw. They're going to cut yeah. them up. Yeah. Like, yeah. the bandsaw will cut through bone pretty uh-huh. easily. So we can see that... So we kind of can see that Mac and Kai have been killing and intimidating all these people to give up the property needs to do this NFL deal. Then, again, super creepy for Trish, Isaac, her dad, comes and wakes her up in bed. Mm-hmm. Well, she, all right, look, he's worried about her. And he's like, hey, just... I'm just not okay. Look, it's, it's dad. It's dad. It's dad. No, he's dead. It's Papa. It's Papa. It's Papa. And she's like... <laughs> but, okay. okay, so he doesn't come from, like, the side of the bed. He's, like, on the bed, leaning over her. No, thank you. <laughs> no, that is he inappropriate. Woken no, her he wanted to keep her... Door. Look, look, or he shaking to, her. Something. No. He, no. Wants, he wants to be sure that she's not going to turn around and clock him one. So, he, like, he put... Inappropriate. <laughs> she would be less likely to clock him he had one to if climb, he was knocking on the door. He had to climb <laughs> on the bed to lay behind her to wake her up that way. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. You know how I wake up my daughter? Just, you, you bang know, on her door like you're the police? <laughs> no, I open the door and then I start jumping on her bed and I go, you gotta get up, you gotta get up, you, you gotta get up. You know how I wake kids her up? hate that. I pound on the door like I'm the police until she gets out of bed to open yeah. the door because if she says what, I won't stop. I make her get up. <laughs> I do that to everybody. My son hates it. Yeah, well, I don't enjoy it either. I don't jump on the bed when it's going to wake you up. <laughs> I was sprinkling some fairy dust for our listeners, and you ruined it. Well, I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'll be up way before you. So no, I'll do it on Tuesday. I also will be up way before you. You can do it on Wednesday when I'm Well, up. I'm not going to tell you now. Now it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> All right. So Isaac wakes up Trish and tells her to come that she needs to come with him, and she does. And uh, when they're in the car, he warns her off, Han... And it's like you think the she saw her get in the car. Yeah, he knows that she's going somewhere with her daddy. <laughs> and uh, but Isaac tells her that now he's stalking her from outside. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they had a meeting. Maybe. We don't know. Don't. Maybe he was patiently waiting for her to wake up instead of being a creeper and coming into her house. Maybe who does that? But I doubt it because stay tuned. Everyone knows <laughs> you just go in and get behind her. Um, so me. then, Papa. But he warns her off, Han, and he says that. Um, you know, you think Chew's boy has nothing to do with any of this, but he probably does, and he's playing you and all this stuff. And she flat out asks him if she killed or if Isaac had Poe killed, and he's like, no, I swear I had nothing to do with it. I don't know how he got, why he was killed. Mm-hmm. And uh, he takes her, I wrote in my notes, he takes her to the big house, which is not jail, but his big-ass house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does have a nice big house. And he puts her in her old bedroom. Yeah. And she has a poster of Prince. <laughs> we well, did just have his son killed. I mean, he's, he's But when they arrive, 
<laughs> Maurice and the guys are playing. They're playing PlayStation. PlayStation 1, okay? Mm-hmm. Not even PS2. OG. OG. They're so, playing a... Is it Madden? They're playing a, they're playing a football game. playing a football game. Madden and, was huge, so I'm going with that. And Maurice is... He's about to score a touchdown. He's like, I'm not even going to look. I'm not even going to look. And he goes sitting there and he scores a touchdown and the rest of the... And so he starts screaming. He's like, "How my? How's, you know, he's like, how's your mama doing? How's your mama doing?" And then he grows and he grabs some some peanuts out on the table and he goes, "These nuts in your mouth." <clears throat> and just then, it. just then, here comes Isaac, and the whole gaggle of people behind him, and he's still saying, "These nuts." And in all the guys mouth. on the couch are like, "Shit!" So then he turns around. And he's like, "Why aren't y'all working?" <laughs> And then he says some very racist things that I'm not going to repeat. <laughs> Calls one of them another racist name and smacks him in the back of the head. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tells them all to go to work. Tells them to go to work. Yeah, because Mr. O'Day caught him fucking off. They were playing PlayStation. And then... Um, but those graphics on that game, yeah, it was they so were bad. bad. <laughs> so bad. It's like, wow. Then we have another sweet little father-daughter chat where he's like, I know you hate me, but I love you and I just want you to be safe. And I, miss I know you. I've done a lot of things wrong, and, and they, I've never been able to talk to you, and things come out wrong. They talk about how her her mother has passed, it seems. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but and he did a long time ago. But Mac interrupts and says, you got a phone call. And he's like, I am busy taking a message. And he's like, it's white guy fat cat. And so Roth. He, His name is Roth. White guy fat cat. <laughs> and uh, so Isaac takes the phone call. And Trisha's kind of listening in, and while she does, here comes Han sneaking into her bedroom, Romeo style. She has a door out to an upstairs like patio. Like a balcony, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why did you put her in there? That's her room. <laughs> that's her room. I know, but she can easily get out. Uh, <laughs> and she and she's like, you can't be here. Are you insane? He says, I missed you. Gray oh. line. <laughs> Which... This may, you know, this is one of those romantic things that they left in that doesn't make any sense because they cut everything else out. Yeah. yeah. And um, her dad comes back in and he hides behind the door. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get rid of her dad. Scary, scary martial arts man hide behind the door. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but still, I mean, this this your girlfriend's dad. You're gonna hide. I wouldn't hide. You're not supposed to be there. There's a lot of guns and dudes in that house. Nah. You're not bulletproof. I wouldn't hide. I would have hidden in that house. Mm. Yes. From, I wouldn't have my but, girlfriend. Uh, I, well, I'd if hide. you want to actually be able to talk to her, then you need to. Hide. Oh no, I'm married. I don't have to worry about but that. You, well, if you're him in that oh, situation, oh, if I was him, I would have went in. No, for a reason, and it was to interact with her. If you no, don't I would, hide, I wouldn't have went in. You're getting your no, ass. No, I wouldn't out. have went in. That's not a problem. But um, I'd have been outside throwing rocks. Where for Arthur <laughs> Romeo? But so he. Her dad leaves, and then he comes right back to say the guys are ordering pizza, and she's like, I'm fine, Dad. Just go. Just go. That's where I'd be suspicious. If I ever go in my kid's room saying they're ordering pizza, she's like, no. I'm like, you're full of shit. Where is he? <laughs> and then, um... My kids love pizza. We don't know. Maybe she doesn't. I mean, she, All kids love pizza. Perhaps she's watching her weight. Uh, she doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah, she is. Maybe she's lactose intolerant. He doesn't know it. Maybe. (laughs) Could be. She did have that ice cream, though. Oh, that's true. That doesn't work, then. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, he finally leaves, and then uh, Han says he's got a hot, you know, Han takes her off the balcony on his magic carpet, and they fly away. Mm -hmm. So then, the pizza gets here. the The pizza gets here, and Maurice comes to bring it upstairs. The most annoying way possible. I got some pizza. This pizza makes you want to slap your mama. 
What's this? Is this Domino's? And like, ha, 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 ha. What an asshole. Yeah. And he comes he up. He just walks right in her room. Yeah. Well, he knocks on the door first. He says, I'm coming in. Coming in. And he walks in. He can't find her. He can't find her. So then he goes and checks the bathroom and finds the, the bathroom balcony door open. And he's like, shit, I lost her again. He He's very bad at his job. I would have fired him at yeah. this point. He would be fucking walking my dogs at this point. There is no point in this movie where he proves himself to be worthy of being the person in charge of guarding her. <laughs> but so Han and Trish are in the car. Shakespeare said that he doth really suck. And Han <laughs> tells her that he taught he checked all these addresses except for this one and they're all everybody's been burned out or left. Mm-hmm. And um, she says, I know this one, that's Silk Silk's Casino, which I didn't see any gambling happening in that. It's just the name of the club. Yeah. But still. You would think the there'd be a back room full of Something, gambling. Yeah. Something yeah, that would but, be way too obvious. But, uh, so, they go to the club, and Trish puts a, a hat on him, which makes him instantly <laughs> more... He's like, I know hip-hop, and he loses his pants a little. <laughs> he should have untucked his shirt. To lo- no, no, he doesn't even do that. He loses his pants and starts chewing gum. That's hip-hop. I'm like, I don't know if that's, that, if that's supposed to be, like, bad or not. I but think that might be racist. <laughs> I know hip-hop. But she gets him in, because she it, knows them. But it worked. Yeah. And they get in there, and it's like she's like, "I'm not feeling this. Let's go to the dance floor." All right, so it's not my scene. <laughs> I have to have a little bit of a spiel about the club, okay? Because this is the second time we've been to the club. Uh-huh. I I did a lot of clubbing when I was younger. Younger, yes, up till about 22. I have never been in a club where people dance like they're at a middle school dance. But these club scenes. <laughs> yeah. You know why? They're so far apart, and they're barely moving. Clubs are like animal dance <laughs> everybody's all over everybody do you know why because it's not visually stimulating to see people doing that huh. so they have to set them up and the music that you hear in the, they're not playing music yeah. <laughs> like they're told all right dance like you're dancing to music so they have, they have no rhythm to go to so they're huh. just all right dance it just it took me all out of the movie at each other. Yeah. because they really are dancing like they're at a middle school dance that's because they don't know how to dance <laughs> like all right dance i don't have but, music Act like it. <laughs> the whole point in this scene is to showcase once again that Aaliyah is a good dancer. Yeah. Because that's one of her her yeah. known skill sets going into it's the It's also movie. her song that's playing. Yes. Which is only a little weird. But they could have done more of a dance scene from like, uh, is it Save the Last Dance? Where yeah. they take her clubbing and they all can actually well, Maurice dance. calls her <laughs> I'm not, an Aaliyah-looking motherfucker oh. or something. Yeah, well, scene, you know, like, find your Aaliyah-looking ass. Yeah. Like, wow. they, they all actually can dance. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> it just, it took me away. I was like, this is not While they're dancing on this the dance not, floor. Somebody licked my back at a club once. These people aren't even touching. Ew. Clubs are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done without knowing that. <laughs> Friends, if you didn't they're, want to know that, just rewind. It's gross, though. You're never, it's, you're it's never going to erase that from your soul. <laughs> We're not, all tainted by that knowledge. Uh, Carly's got some strong feelings about the club. club yes. story. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Look, Elaine, say something quick. Carl's going to tell another story. 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 And it's going to be weird. (laughs) So Silk spots them on the monitor and like, what the hell is she doing? So then he goes down there and is like, hey. And she's like, hey. He's like, let's go talk. And she's like, okay. So they go into his upstairs secret room. 
His office. His, oh, yeah. his office. office. It's called an office. It's <laughs> <laughs> upstairs. Secret. And they have a talk. And it's known as an office. Silk is like. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did they have to move the head of Shakespeare and hit the button and go down the pole? Or? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how they got there. Okay. So anyway, I know he's got an armory full of machine guns. Oh, he's like, shit. dude, why are you here? Your daddy wants to buy me out. I don't want to sell. This is my place. I'm going to keep running my business. Yeah. And but then, <laughs> but then Mac rolls up to shake him down. Shake him down or kill him. Either one. Well, of them. see, I the whole movie I had the impression that Isaac legitimately was offering these people money to buy the businesses from. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as yes. much as they wanted. I mean, but he was. His whole, he was on the up and up the whole time. Yeah. Here's how much I want to offer you for it. I want your business. Well, what happens is, is he goes in and makes that deal. If they say no, he'll up his thing. If they say mm-hmm. no, then they kill him. But I don't, I don't think, think that Isaac was behind that part, though. I don't he was think involved. I, he was offering <laughs> he, it was the his money job to do the killing. No, see, no, so here's Isaac the thing. Didn't do any of the killing. Here's uh, the thing. So Isaac, yeah. no, no, he knows about it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, That's my the whole ass. thing. Isaac thinks that we're buying these people out, and Mac is and maybe fucking, intimidating them into it. Maybe. Yeah, so he knows there's some intimidation, think, wait, wait, but he up. does not know that Mac is murdering all these people. He thinks the dead bodies are casualty of the Chinese war. You think he's that gullible? Yes. Then he's an incompetent leader that needs to be replaced by <laughs> yes. Machiavellian Enterprises. Well, he's kind of already checked out from a lot of that because he doesn't want to be part of it anymore. Yeah, he's trying to go legit. So he's separating himself and he's having Mac do more like and more of the Like the movie Oscar. You ever seen the movie Oscar with yes. Stallone? He yes. went legit. Yes, then we're going to have him either. <laughs> well, you're gonna I love be- you. <laughs> My birthday pick is in like 10 minutes. Keep fucking talking. Well, I'm trying to wrap this movie up. All right, Mac shows up. He's like, no, you're not. And he's not. like, Bam. You should, and he tells, and he pretty much tells Aaliyah that she should have fucking kept her nose out of this shit. And uh, takes her, kidnaps her, and they knock Han out. And Han is taken into custody. And they kill all the other guys. Yeah. They kill all <laughs> Silk's dudes, and they get the deed, I guess, somehow. Off Silk had it conveniently in his breast coat pocket, maybe? Who knows? Uh, well, maybe. So you carry deeds. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, forge his signature it's on my a birthday. something. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Han. But Han's taken into custody by Maurice, and he wakes up, he's kind of like unconscious, and he wakes up, and Maurice is talking shit about it's it's finally time for Han to get the beat down. Mm -hmm. And Han is like, look, if you tell me where she is, I won't kill you. And fucking Maurice is like, no, that's not what's going to happen. But Han beats them down for the third time. With like a fire hose. Yes. This fight scene was nominated for an MTV Movie Award for Best Fight Scene. Hmm. Yes, he beats them down again with the aid of a water hose. And, you know, at one point, the hose gets chopped in half. Do you know who did that? The brother of the King of Wakanda. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, the... the uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Black Killmonger's Panther. father mm-hmm. is the guy that plays the thug who cuts the oh, fire really? hose yes yeah, so. he's moved up in the world for he yeah. was hose chopper guy so he was yeah. the prince now he's the prince of wakanda yeah so he's that's not bad m- he's moved a lot around yeah <laughs> but i recognized him i was like hey that's the prince of wakanda and and i was like soon, what as soon as she said that i was thinking i was like well 
you know, the king did send him to America. Well, you know, and he was in, <laughs> and he was involved in some criminal activity and this too. Must have, this must have been when he just got there before he got those guns. <laughs> it's a shared Marvel film. That I so think, part I, of the universe. I this think is be. in the Marvel universe. <laughs> This is the prequel to Black Panther, is what you're getting at. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, and once, it's the brother doing criminal shit in America. You gotta think. Once Mac out. is yeah. out of the picture and Isaac is out of the picture, there's a power, there's, yeah. there's a power vacuum. Yeah. He must have moved up. Yeah. Mac checks out. But it didn't work out for him because then the king but, came and killed him. Well. So Han beats him all down, with, which ends with him pulling Maurice out a window to use him as a human cushion to land on a car well, and get away. He's hanging on by Maurice's tie. And yep. then he's like, where is she? And Maurice is like, fine, I'll tell you where she is. So and after I don't he remember where him. she is. But then he's like, sorry, and he pulls him out anyway so he can use him to cushion his fall. Yeah. He says, sorry, meat bar. bar. <laughs> yeah. No, thank, or something like, thanks, moron, or something like that. Something. And yeah. as he's leaving, it's like, the name's Maurice. Bitch. Yeah. Maurice can take a beating. Yeah. Maybe he's that, a sturdy that's fella. the only thing he's got going for him. Maybe. <laughs> But, Isaac keeps him around. He so we go, we go to the fat cat's Raw. office. Mm-hmm. Secret upstairs room. He's meeting. <laughs> he's meeting with Chu, and Chu's handing over his portion of the deeds. Mm-hmm. And Roth gives him the money, mm-hmm. and they conclude their business. And as Chu is leaving the building, Isaac walks in, and uh, Chu says, "Let me give you my condolences for the death of your son." All snotty like. Mm-hmm. He's and like, oh, you'll have plenty of time to show me how much you're sorry. And Isaac kind of threatens him, and then goes up for his meeting, and he hands over the deeds, and Roth hands over the check, and Isaac says, "You're going to keep this check because you just got a new partner." And Roth is like, "I already have a bunch of partners, and I don't need a fucking another one." He's like, "You're kidding." And he's like sixty million dollars was thirty-eight million. Thirty-eight million. And he hands him this piece of paper, and he goes, "You're kidding. You're not kidding." <laughs> he looked pretty annoyed by it. Yeah. He's like, look, I I can take these deeds back and you won't get your stadium. Or you can take my money and I'm a partner now. And he says it's and time then, the NFL had a black owner. And Mac mm. is like, I was like, is that true? Uh, and Mac says, what the fuck this is, is your fucking plan? And this is when it comes out that uh, Mac has, Mac and Chu had a deal where anybody that didn't sign, they fucking killed. And Isaac is like, that's not how we're doing things. I'm trying to go legit. And Mac is like, it's time for a takeover. This is the new chapter in Machiavellian Mac- Industries. It's like Machiavellian He's like, I want to rule Straight jacking. Isaac you don't want to be on the streets? Yeah. This is my turf now. I'm ruling the streets. you want the owner's box, and I just want this block. No, you said you, own own this bo- you said you want to own a block. Uh, a, box. a box. And I just want to own the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh... So Isaac fucking attacks him because well, he killed his son. Yeah. Well, and Trish is there. Because here, well, look, all right, Mac look, brought her in for insurance. Look, first of all, when he says he's he's done, he's straight jacking. He goes, and I already got you most valued asset. So when he, this is when he brings out mm-hmm. his daughter. Yeah. And she's like, did he you kill? He's like, he killed Colin. And this is when Isaac's like, is that true? Did you kill my boy? And at this point, he's walking down on him, even though he's got a gun pointed at him, because yeah. he don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. So you killed my son, and then he starts choking him, and that's when he gets shot. And Max shoots him. So, the... Meanwhile, and then, the white dudes are like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the white dudes have been watching a little too much... Um, El Mariachi because they fucking pull yeah, guns out of their briefcase. They got machine gun briefcases. Oh, where did that come from? <laughs> they just kind of do like this shake thing and a machine gun comes out and the fake briefcase falls yeah. off That's and real. They, they open have that. fucking fire. <laughs> I don't doubt it. 
And yeah. um, now we're in quite a gunfight. Yeah. So and Fat Cat grabs up the deeds and escapes. And how you know it's a movie? They have to charge the uh, handle. Yeah. In reality, what you do is you have one ready to go. Yeah. So when you pull that sucker out, it's you know put that shit on fire and go. Yeah. You don't you don't rack slides, okay? That's that's for assholes. Yeah. You're way behind in a gunfight. <laughs> okay. That that's the that that takes the the rest of your life to pull that back. <laughs> But it's a movie. Uh huh. That's how you know it's a movie because it's you know. Okay. So it's the ma- same as when they take the magazine out and then they're like, "Here, have the gun." You're like, "Well, there's, there's still one, still in, one in the chamber." Yeah. So there's, there's still one that all after the fat cat, and, and he f- sa- says, "One of his guards, keep an eye on her." Yes. And he but, goes after him. And he goes and he shoots. He's shooting bullets at the helicopter because the guy gets in a helicopter and he hits the briefcase and the guy drops the briefcase. Case. The attaché case. Yeah. And he's like, go back down, go back I down. Love he's like, go back down. The helicopter is like, fuck you. He's like, that's all the up. money. He's like, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> so Mac gathers up the deeds, and then here comes Han. And Han's like, why'd you kill Poe? And Mac's like, that was in all that Chinese shit having in house, but you're never going to find out because Romeo, you got to die. So here's the, here's another amazing part. Mm-hmm. So the whole movie, they're trying to get these deeds. Mm-hmm. So now. He's got, Max got all the deeds. So what does he do when the Chinese guy stands in front of him with no gun? He throws them in the air on top of a fucking building. So all the deeds are now gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, he doesn't care about the deeds because well, he just wants to be in control of the street. If he wants well, to I think streets. he wanted the $38 million, oh, yeah, though. So. Yeah, true. so if he's got those deeds, he'll get that money. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I don't know. Well, all he really needs is one. <laughs> but no, all he really needs is one is because as long as he has one piece of property, they can't do the deal. Go ahead. He didn't need them all. He didn't need them all. This whole thing anyway. doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. Stop trying to lawyer this. this you're going to lose. This real estate the next day is not made up. The next day when they go... Hey, this guy, tra- this guy transferred $38 million into his bank account and then died immediately. And then all these people own all this. It, it would just be a mess. Nobody yeah, would be, no. All this shit would be frozen. So, and stuff and would it happen. would be about 20 but, years for yeah. Yeah. So Max about to kill Han and a gun fires. And it wasn't Han. It was fucking um, Trish. Trish. And he says, damn, that's some that's cold, some cold shit. shit. And dies. Well, she shoots him again, and then he falls yeah. off the top of the building. So he's really We assume yeah. he dies. I mean, we didn't see him we die, so by Officer so. Sophia rules, he could uh, still be alive. I, Carly thinks I he's totally dead. I totally accepted that he died. Damn. We already bro. saw some people fall off a building and die. I so mean, in this I, world, this so is the Marvel this Universe. This yeah, kills guys. them. But we have learned now, in the last five minutes, that all of... The dudes that got killed in both gangs, it was all in-house. That's <laughs> right. true. They were all just killing their own people. So, yeah. <laughs> killing people on their own turf. That's right. So Han checks on Trish real fast, and he's like, I got to go. And she's like, all right. <laughs> and so he goes and confer- no, wait a he's minute. like, stay with your father. Before that, he's uh, Isaac's like, is that Han causing all this trouble? Let me get a look at you. Let, let me shake, let your, me hand. shake your hand. And then he leaves and goes... He's a little guy. You got a firm grip. I like that. <laughs> she says, he says he's a little guy, and she. And this is another one of those leftover scenes because she's like, "Dad," he's like, "What?" He's yeah. he's shorter than I thought. Where you can see where he, he's like embarrassing his daughter. Who that's yes. that, that's your pick. That's who you're going with. Yeah. <laughs> and I know. Without that context, it's like, why would he say that? Yeah, yeah. Now he's just making short jokes while you're shot in the stomach. Whatever. Well. You gotta distract yourself from the pain somehow, and if hey. short jokes is what gets you through, whatever gets you hard, yeah, your hockey hard. 
no. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Han goes to confront Kai, and Kai confirms that he did that he did kill Poe, and then they have a fight. And this, this is the only fight that mattered. Yeah. This, this is, is a crazy a fight. fight. That there is a part where Han's hands are burned, and then. Kai rips his like says, give me some grabs skin. a chunk of burned flesh from his palm and says, "Give me some skin." And then starts going, "Woo!" Yeah, and we're, we're both watching with this look on our face, like, like "Ooh!" <laughs> it gets. And Tony went, "Wait, what? What?" It gets fucking intense, and so I haven't mentioned it at all. But this is the third scene in the movie where this happened. So there's a couple of times where, in a fight, they do this weird CGI X-ray. Thing. See the bones break? Yeah. yeah. Yes. This more this Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah. The first time I think was with, with the motorcycle chick. No, the first no, time no, was first in time the prison. Was, yeah. First time, oh, yeah, okay, we yeah, broke yeah, 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 yeah. The first time was in the prison. The second one was the motorcycle, motorcycle chick when here. she died. And this the must have been expensive. Time, only did a couple times. Yeah. The third time is here when he kills Kai by kicking him in the top of his head. And just destroyed his spine. Yeah. All of his spine. When he gives him, that's what happens when you get a stinger. If you land on your spine, it all compresses like that, mm-hmm. and you become paralyzed. Okay. But it doesn't always last forever. Usually, you come right back. Right. Remember, uh, it's happened Stone to Steve cold. Austin. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened. I suppose a stinger. So he, do you mean a stunner? No, a stinger is what it's called. Oh, is it? Stunner is when it's done right. <laughs> <laughs> no, a stinger is what happened to Stone Cold. Yeah. Who he got like a pile driver. Yeah, he got pile yeah, driver on his head. Right on his yeah, spine but I, compressed. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So. But so anyway, so we don't know he's dead. Is my but, point is that people you live from that. That we don't know that killed. Look, that injury you can live from that injury, but I suspect that you probably could also kill you if your spine breaks and shards of um, bone sever your spinal cord. But it doesn't matter because no, this is a be movie. This is a movie, like, and they out, only show that. <laughs> and so they do this weird graphic thing, which seems like they didn't need that at all. Yeah. But so he kills Kai. And then and so he goes, like, this will be cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, but we can only do it a couple times. He goes yeah. to confront <laughs> That's really expensive. <laughs> he goes to confront his father, and his father admits that he had his son killed because so he you was... you killing your son was like running over a dog in the street. And his father mm. takes out this very fancy gun and is like, look, if you need to kill me to make yourself feel better, then you do it. He's like, I'm not killing you. And like, he no, says... have already disgraced you. He said, "My, uh, I did what was necessary for my honor. And he pushes the gun back. He says, the police and the other families the other are coming families, for you. They'll take yeah. care of you. I'm going to let that happen. <laughs> I'm not going to jail for you. I'm not doing He's like, I'm out. And then and as he's walking out, you uh, hear the cops. Yeah. Well, well, well you no, hear him he kill kills himself. himself. Oh, yeah, blows. You hear the sirens, but you also hear him kill himself. And in the scene, it's funny because, well, not funny, haha, but... Chu is crying, mm-hmm. and you see, like, Han is tearing up, too. Like, they're both very sad yes. that this is what it's well, come Han to. Han and Chewie are pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, there was some stuff now in Now Han Solo. You, know? you don't have his family there? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> there was some stuff in the trivia that, uh, about that, about his name being Han. But, okay, so. That's my favorite line in the movie. Right as there. he's <laughs> leaving, as he's leaving, the cops, the cops run arrive. By. Yeah. Don't and stop him at all. Like they heard the gunshot because they were right there. He's yeah. covered. Tony's like he's not getting he, out of. The he no. doesn't look like he just got out of the shower either. He's clearly been in a yeah. fire fight, like literally a yeah. fight with fire. Like he's, his, his hands, hands are, are covered up. Oh, yeah. by the way, he did just kill a guy and, on the roof. And who came with the cops? 
Trish, because <laughs> they just this is that Lois Lane thing. We're just they wouldn't come have gotten and, out of there yet. Yeah, like, what the hell? Like they they took her dad to the hospital. She's like, wait, drop me off at the China, Chinese dude's villa. I need to go to Chewy's. How does she even know where it is? I know. <laughs> I'm not even sure she knew who Chew was. You, I think you guys hit it right. Where it was supposed to be Romeo and Juliet. Yes. They sent it to the people, and they're like, yeah, we're not doing this. And then, like John said, there were the racist things. So they're like, okay, we're just gonna cut up and re-edit. We're gonna Zack Snyder this movie out. You know what I mean? And so, but then so at the end, there is the final and but... biggest. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he kills a couple people, up, walks right by the cops. And there she's just standing there, like that's amazing. And she's like, "Are you okay?" And grabs his hand and looks very, takes his hands, and she's very upset. And she touches his face and pulls him in for a hug. And she's like, "Pet his head." And it's just, it's love. Is it? I don't think so. Well, it's it's credits anyway. Based on the movie I saw, it's credits anyways. And that is Romeo Must Die. So we're gonna start with Carly. Oh, Carly never goes first. Yes, we're going to start with Carly. Okay. Have you been prepared? I am. All right, because you never go first. My favorite character is Han. Mm -hmm. Good one. I like Han. My least favorite character is Maurice. Mm -hmm. I wanted to pick one of the two guys who were actually doing all the killing, Mm -hmm. but I just hated Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. He didn't belong in that gang at all. In a company gangster. <laughs> My favorite scene begins when Mac enters the secret room at the club. <laughs> yeah, the secret room upstairs. Yeah. And goes until basically Mac dies. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's mostly that scene at Roth's office, but I like it from when we first learned that Mac is. It's not the guy we thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps he is the guy, the guy we, we thought, thought he was. <laughs> but he's not on board with this. We're going legit plan. <laughs> um, and my favorite line is when Isaac says, you killed Colin. And Max says, even fake wars have casualties, Isaac. I guess old Collard Green couldn't fly. Yeah, it's fucked up. Well, it threw him out of a window, so it's funny. Like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a favorite tertiary object. There's some good ones in here. I just, nothing stood out to me, but I do really like the music. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you going to pick a favorite tertiary song? I Well, the it would have to be the one at the very beginning, because that really just... Whoosh. DMX. I don't even remember which movie it, or which song it was, but it, was DMX. it really DMX, just... Yeah. Okay. Basically, DMX is music. He's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite tertiary object. <laughs> Intriguing. You make DMX your favorite tertiary object, then. I guess I could. There you go. Although not the character he plays, the musician. No, the guy. Because <laughs> he's in it. <laughs> so his favorite tertiary object is DMX. All right. Because right. he's okay. in the That's movie. Well, I'll allow it. That's what I'm going with. That checks out. <laughs> I am going to maybe. This oh, okay. I did not sure she was gonna nay it. <laughs> hate it. I did not love it, and I think it. The Zack Snydering. Let's break break it up and take a bunch of stuff out. It, I needed more exposition. I was a little confused for most of the movie. I didn't really understand the Roth guy was doing business with both of them. I thought he was, like, double-crossing them. <laughs> no. I was a little confused for most of the movie. <laughs> okay. And some of the exposition you get that we're supposed to not be on board with it yet, but some of it I really shouldn't have been confused about. And I didn't get the love story at all. <laughs> I got, there's some awkwardness. <laughs> it's because they took it out. <laughs> mm. 
But uh, I'm going to go with maybe. All right. Okay. Tony? Uh, favorite character, um, Isaac. Okay. Because Del Rey Lindo's, Lindo's awesome and he'll always Rad. be my favorite character. He was almost my favorite Let him Because I love Say him. Say with me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Least favorite character was Maurice. Didn't care for him. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene is the uh, beat down in the alley. That was pretty good. Where I saw the man pants. I could do it. I could do it on taint, but it was still pants. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> favorite touch you is the taint. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite um, line was "Great country, free cars." <laughs> <laughs> My favorite tertiary object was the CD listening station. <laughs> I knew you were going to Um, I will nay this movie. <gasps> what? I thought for sure you were going to hurtful. I remember liking it the first time I watched it, but this time I was just like, I don't really... There's nothing in this movie that I don't get in other movies better. I didn't really care for it. It's okay. Hurtful. Wow. Uh-oh. Hurtful. All right. John? My favorite character is also Han. Because mm-hmm. he's awesome. My least favorite character is Moron. I mean Maurice, <laughs> because he's loud, obnoxious, and does nothing productive the entire mm-hmm. fucking movie. He doesn't fit in the movie. It's like they put him in for comic relief. Yes, but, but he wasn't funny. It doesn't work. He wasn't mm-hmm. funny at all. And oh, he, Maurice, yeah. yeah, he's like that in Transformers too, and he's not funny in that either. He, yeah, he wasn't funny. He was obnoxious, and everything he did, he had to yell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, mm, I don't know. So I hated him. Um, my favorite line is from him though <laughs> when uh, Trish is running away and he comes out and he goes Trish where you at I'm gonna find your Aaliyah looking ass mm. oh yeah because yep. Aaliyah is playing Trish so like, mm-hmm. uh, also in that in, uh, when you're outside of her store mm-hmm. there's a poster for Aaliyah's record this on the wall <laughs> wow so that is my favorite tertiary object mm. is the Aaliyah poster on the wall wow mm. um, what did I forget oh my favorite um, scene Mm-hmm. Is the football one where the guy's like, all right, we're going to beat this guy up. And Trish is like, yeah, you should go play. And then he just beats everybody's ass and then just walks off and he's giving high fives to everybody and they're all beat up. And he's like, yeah, high five the kids. He takes his ice cream and walks away. <laughs> Gives her, here, here's my address. I'll take the ice cream back. <laughs> and like, Pimp walked away. Mm-hmm. And that should be all the things, right? Mm-hmm. And I will yay this movie because I've always enjoyed this movie. It's kind of outrageous, and I think if they would have left the actual romance in, this movie would be a whole lot better, and you would yay it. So yeah. would you, too. Maybe. But Although somebody had to take it out up. because it made some white dude in California <laughs> uncomfortable in the year 2000, so fuck that guy. And yay. If we could get a director's cut of this, I would watch the shit oh, out yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. I mean... I, I looked it up tentatively, but now I don't remember. Jet Li was born in 1963. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> and... Oh, shit. I lost where I had Aaliyah. <laughs> okay. And Aaliyah's significantly younger. <laughs> yeah. She was born in 79. So he's 55. Yeah. And she would be... 39. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite... See, that doesn't so, sound as bad right now. now. But for no, the right. age but that you get the impression six. she's yeah, yeah, yeah. in this movie. But at that time, she was 21. She was 19. In 2000, if she was born in 79, oh, no, yeah, she she'd be 21. But we get the, her character... And he would be... Is probably like 24 40. or so mm. in this movie. And yeah. It's yeah. possible. It's a like, it, And he doesn't look that much older than her, but he definitely looks enough 63. older than her that he was, I was like... Ew. He was 30... <laughs> when this movie was made, he was 37 and she was 21. Uh, so, see, that's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
know. As long as there's no baby boats involved. <laughs> I'm okay my... with there not being romance. <laughs> wow, he's my... so much older than her. So, wait, so what are you saying is if someone's 37, they can't date a 21 year old? I'm not saying no. that. Well, we don't we don't know how actually old the character. Was. I feel like we've discussed this before about those kind of age gaps and not having anything because we talked about it in in the boats movie where what's his name. Uh, well, he was like 100 years must, older than her? No, we talked about it in Must Love Dogs, where he goes out with the young girl from the office, yeah. Oh, yeah, and they yeah, don't yeah. have anything to talk about. Yeah. Well, that's true. If I was there are different places with their now, I would no idea what to talk to her about. But we also don't know, because... We get the impression in this movie looks, that she's 24, 25. Yeah, they're supposed to be closer in age. All right, yeah. Elaine, you go. And he's maybe right. 32. Yeah. My favorite character is Han. Maybe one and a half. <laughs> Han, all right. Han. So Han gets almost, four stars. No, Han got three out of four. He picked... He I, picked oh, he I picked... Dies. I'm sorry, in my head you picked But is Maurice your least favorite character? No. Oh. Oh. My, fa- my least favorite character is Colin. Because I just... I feel he was like barely in it. That's why. But he was a douche. But he, he was. wasn't the sunset died. He was a douche. <laughs> but he wasn't as much of a douche as moron. But Poe dies right at the beginning, and that's the catalyst for the story. So I'm okay with He's not knowing anything about him. He is the MacGuffin. But Colin is supposed to be this actual character. Mm-hmm. But we don't. But he didn't get enough scenes that I. I just feel like but he was having an What is the point? <laughs> Yeah. You don't That's give me tough. enough reason to care about this, and you don't show me enough between Colin and Trish to make me care that he died. Like, That's true. I just That's didn't true. like the way that it was done. And I, and I like the, that actor, and but he was the yeah. character was kind of shit. And he was the principal from Buffy. My favorite scene is when she hops in his cab, the Akbar scene. Mm, the meat cute. I love a good meat cute, and that one is adorable. <laughs> okay. My favorite line was, I was afraid prison would make you soft. People don't get soft in prison. I almost picked that one. And I was going to pick as my favorite object the funeral boat. But I was sure that Tony was going to... I was sure that Tony was going to pick it. That was your object. I missed missed listening stations. (laughs) I I was sure he was going to pick the funeral boat. So I actually wrote down (laughs) as my favorite tertiary object the flowers that Delray Lindo brings to at the airport. They were nice flowers (laughs) and I would not have left them. I would have brought brought them home. If I was Chew, I would have brought them home to my old lady because I'm sure he's got a girlfriend somewhere. Or two. Or 17. He could have divided. the family back on Kashyyyk. <laughs> or, how old is his girlfriend? Is his girlfriend 21 as well? Is that creepy? I'm um, sure there's a lady I'm sure, that he knows. That I'm he sure that the lady so. that's taking care of whatever needs he has is... significantly younger? Is significantly younger. See, there you go. How you going, and, ageist? And Carly's over here. <laughs> she, she's going to boot. She's going to boot all... I'm sorry. <laughs> when it comes to a mob, a, a high-up right, mob yeah, figure, yeah. I yeah. always assume... She's part of the stable of hoes. You know, what, <laughs> I think I heard it best described in, in, a, in a great sitcom called Friends. He has a Twinkie in the city. Maybe. Um, but so I'm going to yay this movie, obviously, because it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a really good action movie. There is a pretty good plot with the the real estate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, Tony's going to boot Tony's now. Tony's making a It's <laughs> not... It's not that the plot makes sense, but it is a plot that carries you through the movie. It's not. There's a reason for this to happen. A lot of a lot of this. Everything. A lot of this non-specifically is really good. Yes. And if you explain it to somebody, it sounds really good. The um, the way that they did it doesn't work. Now that may be because of the editing. And but when I when I sat and thought about it, I was like, this is a good story. They just didn't. 
This is it didn't work the way there, it did. There's a good plot here, and you can follow it along, and there's little reveals, and you find out that the pe- that it wasn't quite what you thought, which was good. And I like. I think there is a lot of chemistry between Jet Li and Leah. I think I think they played it well, and I wish they would have left that part of the story in because it would have been even better. But even without it, I quite enjoy it. Even if they're just lifelong platonic friends. I understand. I'm down. And I believe them as lifelong platonic I wonder friends. if the Chinese version is different. I don't know. The fight scenes are pretty entertaining. I enjoy it. That last one is crazy with <laughs> Kai and the fire, but... I wasn't Scott. down with the one with the motorcycle chick. And we too. saw some parallels yeah, with so Scott Pilgrim in that yeah. one. But I didn't believe that fight scene for a second. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. And I like movies that are just entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. And I find this just entertaining to watch. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, everybody, that was Romeo Must Die. All right. So, please find us on Facebook.com slash the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. On Twitter at Unmovie Podcast. And on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate, review, and listen to all of our episodes. We're up over 80 now. <laughs> Next time. Well, we this was 81. Yeah. So we're over 80. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one more over 80. Next time. We'll be two. <laughs> On the podcast. Is John's birthday pick. It's my birthday. It's been a long time, long time. Ooh. I kind of want to sing the song instead. So I thought about this for a while. Oh, but you need to tell us what your pick is. Good song, though. So I thought about this long and hard, and I put movies through my brain, and some of you, too, have said, okay, well, what movie are you going to pick? Some movies that are in the short list were Rocky II for Carly. (laughs) It's better. Thor Ragnarok was also on the list. Oh, yeah. You do watch it once a week. And also, Mr. Mrs. Smith was on the short list. But I decided to go to another movie. Escape what? from New York? It's not The Godfather. Ocean's Eleven. Wow. Oh, that's quality flick. Quality flick. Intriguing. I think that... Star- this is not this 1961 version. This no. is the 2001 version. George Clooney. George Clooney, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, that actor, yeah, he's I'm in I'm familiar with the movie. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> After you said Mr. and Mrs. Smith, it was going to be Thor Ragnarok up until you said Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and I was like, no, it was Ocean's Eleven. Because you keep saying that it was going to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He was threatening because that I've for never weeks. Seen it. Well, that's a... <laughs> it's a movie that... Okay, so, John, there's a running joke in our house movie. that my favorite movie is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, but my actual favorite movie is Gone in 60 Seconds, mm-hmm. which is very much like how Rain- Rachel claims her yes. favorite movie is... Dangerous Liaisons. Dangerous Liaisons. So, but... John, I say that John's actual favorite movie is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He right. loves that movie. I do love that It movie. is a good movie. I love it, that movie. It, but it, it's at 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, so I can pick that on a regular day. 59% is not... Look, it's got the splat on tomato so. I haven't just haven't gotten <laughs> I want to But say- Ocean's Eleven was um, critic. Everybody loved that movie critically, and it made a shitload of money. So the only way I'm ever going to get this movie in is like now. <laughs> That's true. I do want to point out that this song "Try Again" was nominated for a Grammy. Also, I actually have this song. Like I didn't have to go to YouTube like we normally do because it's in my music library on my iTunes because I have previously purchased this song. I think it's on my playlist of power. <laughs> and on that doesn't that, surprise me at all. Well, <laughs> yeah. 